0: To do the right film, my name is Sean My name is Steven
1: I'm Thomas And I'm Harvey Gladden
0: Alright guys, coming up we have a review of Death Wish The new Eli Roth um, reboot Of uh, the original Death <laughs> Wish <laughs> I originally God said reimagining But <laughs> it sounded a little too fancy for this movie But uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, Oscar predictions It is Sunday The Oscars going to be premiering what, Two to three hours from now Yeah, so There's I mean, a pre-show I think it's 6pm
1: We're not watching that
0: it's like, like the, the, it's like the red carpet. Yeah, I though. like the red carpet, yeah. So think,
1: especially uh what's little Mexican guy
0: from uh Jimmy Gammo? Jesus. What? Oh you, what you mean Germa. Kielmore, yeah, because he always like yeah. uh,
1: does shots and stuff with the celebrities. It's yeah, and he's
0: also um he's the limo driver for the <laughs> show too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like him. He's hilarious. Yeah, dude, he's um, but uh, we're also gonna be talking about some stuff that we watched in the week. I assume everybody has at least one movie, right? Sure, yeah. I have. I have no movies. None. Okay, cool. <laughs> That'll make it uh, go by a little bit quicker. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, how was your week, Steve?
2: You know, it was a good week. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Uh. You know, something must have happened. It was a lot of things that happened this week, but I'm not going to go through all of it. I feel like there was an important story here. Mm-hmm. There's something I was going to talk about, and I, 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 I'm thinking about it. And just I can't, I can't think of the story. uh just a lot of uh, a lot of work. I was on set till like 5 a.m. the other night. Yeah. so that was fun. We did a really cool shoot.
0: I saw you were in a car, a backseat of a car, like an old car.
2: Yeah, it was an uh, old mobile. Oh, nice. Yeah, shoot was a. Uh, Show's was really nice. We did. Can you a,
0: disclose the company, the ad? Uh, I mean, it's for us. Oh, it's for you. Yeah, okay.
2: because we're planning this huge. We throw parties every year, and this is a huge event that we're throwing. And we have this rapper that came in and did an interview nice. and did like. Who's freestyle. the rapper? Do uh, I know him? He's a London-based rapper. Oh, okay. His name is Guy Kai. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I listen to some of his stuff. It's pretty. It's an. It's. Is I, I like enjoyed. a grime artist? Huh? Like a grime artist? How? How? What is that? Like grime. Grime like is
1: like is. a it's like UK rap except a little bit more different. Okay. The, the mm-hmm. beats are different. All
2: right, I mean, I guess I can consider him that. He considered himself underground, you know. So oh, yeah. I guess people within London know who he is. That's part but of that we, movement. Yeah, but it was pretty dope shoot. We had like uh We had a FS7 a sketchy set. It wasn't sketchy. We had like professional grade equipment attached to the car, but it was just the whole time I was <clears> thinking like if this shit falls <laughs> we're like, we're fucked. I
0: actually we, where you guys were actually truck. driving around?
2: Yeah, so we had a FS7 attached outside the car, but the funny thing is, it was like pouring rain. Oh, yeah? And we had like basically trash bags covering the FS7. If I you mean, don't know what FS7 it's a camera. That's I mean, I'm to be
3: honest with you, it's a trash camera, so it wouldn't be a big
2: deal if it was... I mean, I don't know about that. I'm just kidding. Who was uh, driving the car? Uh, the owner of the car.
1: Oh, uh, so you guys had to like uh, rent a car from the S- owner or whatever... Yeah. And he was like driving around. Interesting. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay, but I mean the setup was so dope. Like it was amazing. Yeah, it was actually really cool. It's one of the the first uh, shoots in a while that I was just like super the rappers in the the car
0: rapping. Is that what it is? He was in the back seat,
2: and it just looked. It it looked like basically like he was just being like kind of like like he was in a taxi, and he was just like having this. Yeah, he was just having this interview in the back seat of this car, and then he has like. Oh, so it was an interview. It was an interview and a a slash like.
3: Like kind of like a promo video,
2: yeah. In a way, like it's just a mix of like interview slash like freestyle, like you would do. Like, what kind of what kind of car was it? Oldsmobile, <laughs> like what? uh like an old one, like all black, this like exterior and then elaborate. like tan, fucking interior leather seats, really it re- nice. Is it was like really old, <clears throat> yeah. A, I don't know how old it was, but it's oh, like older. Like a 57 like, Super Coupe? Like the <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I'm not a car guy. What, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It, I don't know. It was a there's lot of good old. Was old, it a four-door? I mean, yeah. It, <laughs> it did have an, four, it I know was was that. Had, had I know that. Doors. I know that much, uh, yes. It wasn't a Super Coupe. It, it was, was
3: actually <laughs> a 95 Cutlass with no
2: hubcaps.
0: I don't even know what any of this means. That sounds fun. When is this going to drop? When can we watch this? I don't know. Okay. Let it, me know. I'll watch it.
2: I will send you guys a link once the promo's up or once the video's up, but I'm super pumped because it looked really cool, What mm-hmm. we were, what we, the footage we got that night. Sweet. And I was also terrified that the FS7, because Falls. we had it, well, it's not even falling, but we had, like, yeah, trash bags all around, like, the like the top of it, so the rain won't get on it, but the bottom had, like, this gaping hole, <laughs> so when you hit puddles, like, you just see it, like, splash up. I'm thinking, like, well, mm. there goes a couple grand out of the drain. When was this? Like Thursday night, yeah.
0: It was like raining every night yeah. this week. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty miserable. Mm-hmm. Cool. What about you, uh, Thomas? Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. didn't Nothing. something happen with you this week?
3: I don't
2: think so. Oh, I
0: don't right. know. From the
2: group chat, it seems like something happened.
0: Yeah, it sounded like you had an eventful week.
3: That's, uh, every, that's every week, right? Yeah. I don't think so. I think I was being uh overly uh negative to like invoke motivational speeches out of our
0: friend Pat. Oh, yeah. Just because <laughs> I know,
3: he, I just don't think he's used to
0: having friends with such. Does, it, does anybody have one saved? Uh, I remember uh, reading one. I was I like, oh, I'm going to pull I feel like up.
1: that's all my life. That's like <laughs> well, all what my I'd... commutes in the morning is just watching. Yeah, just watching <laughs> fucking show talk about how depressing life is. And then Pat trying to, like, trying be to his, pick him up. Yeah, trying to pick him up, s- up every day. I swear, to God, God,
2: <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not that depressed. Uh, I, so I mean, we could start with some some of my. No favorites. Wait, I, I have something more it's important. It's like to talk.
1: Patrick is your sponsor, and you're fucking. He's trying to like pull you out of the gutter every time you go down. And so then it, you shut him down right away. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> so <funny. laughs> give him reasons why your life think, truly does suck.
4: No,
3: no, what it was was uh, I gotta I oh, hate my life. Got to go to work today. He's like, but ch- so change it. I was like, look, Pat, every th- the America thrives on people waking up hating their lives and going to a shitty job. If nobody goes to their shitty jobs, then who's going to fucking work there? Who's going to give you your coffee in the morning? Who's going to serve your your food? Like we need these people to hate their lives. Cuz if they if they had any self-esteem to like do better, they yep. would uh, they would become like archaeologists or something. Real quick, I got I got a good I got a good one from the group chat, saying, man. I But uh, I was totally kidding. I I just I think he, it's funny. That I don't think Pat has had friends quite as nihilistic as me. And I, I, I don't know. I'm just joking, being facetious most of the time.
2: Mm-hmm. I got a good one from our, from At least our you're boy, from Gary V that I've uh, stopped crying and keep hustling. Gary Vee. All his crying, quotes are the same quote. <laughs> that
0: sounds like a Nike shirt. <laughs> it is a Nike shirt, oh, most it? likely.
2: No, I feel like it is. It makes probably, sense. Probably is.
0: So uh,
3: anyways, I just, I want to talk about something more movie related. What's Back that? to the Oscars. Uh, we're going to do a little Oscar viewing party this evening. Mm-hmm. Not that we're huge fans of the Oscars, but I think it's like uh, if you were a fan of a really independent football team that never got in the Super Bowl, but you still watch the shit because it's your thing. You're into football, even though, you know, the teams are, you know, paid too much. The teams, you know, that are in there, you know, it's bureaucracy. And uh, so we're going to do that. But like, just know that this uh, this episode is a little strange for timing. Like we record on the day of the Oscars, but by the time you hear it, the Oscars are done. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess
0: we uh, could post our 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 winnings on the page or something like that.
3: We we haven't yet. We haven't talked about that yet. Uh, But we'll mention it later. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I didn't do much this week. I watched a couple movies Mm -hmm. and uh, did some editing for uh, for Sean.
0: Cool, cool. (laughs) What about uh, you, Harvey? How was your week? We went to a show last night. That was pretty chill, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, we went to see Computer Magic last night at Knitting Factory. That was pretty cool. I think that was one of the cooler shows that i've seen from her she was uh she moves around a lot now she does some provocative dances and stuff it's 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 nice (laughs) provocative dances
2: people are thinking something
1: else but in all actuality it's not it's not at all it's still very innocent but for her it's like like swinging
0: uh, on ropes and hoops no (laughs) no not at all
1: for her it's just like uh some light air grinding i guess my (laughs) favorite
2: performance that she's ever had was at soho house when we went there because it was a very intimate show yeah that was very nice and
1: it was uh, uh, it was very random too because we didn't find out until like that day or something. And we had to. Yeah, you think she'll be
0: a guest on the podcast? No, uh, <laughs> I don't like. your negative <laughs> attitude. Maybe if we do something like very sci-fi related, yeah. I don't like, like. Let's find her out her. what
3: she likes and. Um...
2: She well, likes now I mean she... we got the experts. So I mean I don't think it should be hard yeah. if we find out something she, she likes. I
3: think we could get her. I think that sounds our, weird. I think our odds. <laughs> <laughs> Getting her on the podcast or not? <laughs> if
0: you're just tuned in, <laughs> yeah. Thirty seconds t- before that, <laughs> I love that. Like I love good. that. I love how you just think
2: it's like a radio show.
3: So it's yeah, like
0: tuning like like in. Like, well, somebody <laughs> probably like lowered the volume real quick and then tuned back in a couple minutes later once they got or it. skipped. A couple yeah. times. Yeah, sometimes I'm, I, I wait in line
3: to get breakfast or something.
0: It's like, when are they going to talk with, about
3: movies? With headphones in my ear, and I miss something. Yeah. Um, you I monster! You it. don't turn back. Only for important shows
1: Oh yeah So for the rest of my week It was uh, <laughs> Okay You know I just worked I worked pretty hard this week Actually I heard uh, um,
0: I saw in the group chat You broke something
1: Oh Yeah yeah, I broke a okay. I broke a website, and then and then uh, yeah, I was trying to leave, and then wow. I started sweating because I really wanted. to I thought leave. you
0: meant something physical. You bumped into something and fell and crashed.
1: Oh no, I, no, I broke a website. So oh, okay. I had to, I had to physical. Out. You, Kim Digital? Kardashian. It's all the same. Kim Kardashian.
0: <laughs> you uploaded something provocative. You broke the internet. No,
1: I just uh, deleted some some code. Oh, okay.
0: I had to. Cool. Um, put that back in. I got a cat this week. Uh, we picked success. up a little. Yeah, it was a success. Um, I don't want to get into it of how hard it is to acquire. Well, can I? Can a I ask cat? you something? What? Um,
3: I got sent an email.
0: They called you too, right? They called
3: me. I called <laughs> them back. Dude, I had answer. to put
0: uh, Shomo and his girlfriend as a reference. <laughs> yeah. They actually called you. But yeah,
3: but they called what me. The fuck. That's not even the worst of it. Because I didn't answer, even though I called them back and they never responded. Um they send me an email instead with a questionnaire. I swear to God, it's like forty questions. Get yeah. the fuck out of here, dude, poor dude, a cat! Don't do it. They were supposed to come to my it. house
0: and do a walkthrough. They didn't even do that. It's they just called. They called my girlfriend man. when they're like, "Yeah, you guys can pick it up today if you want."
3: People run cats over all the time. Just yeah. give people cat who yeah. want cats a cat. That's terrible. It's ridiculous, but
0: um, it's funny because like we went to one store and they're like, "Oh, so you guys got a cat already, right?" And we're like, "Yeah, we got a cat." And I didn't know shit about this imaginary cat that I had. I had your girlfriend send me photos of your cat, Reggie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what kind of cat is it? And I was like, it's like, a, I don't even know what to call it. it's like Maine Coon?
3: <laughs> I mean, we're under the impression he's
0: partially a Maine Coon. Okay. Not fully. I think I said Maine Coon first, to be honest. Maine Coon? And she's like, oh, Maine Coon? Yeah. That those sounds nice. racist. Yeah. And I had to like show, I was like, yeah, I got a photo right here. I just like, it's in the downloads album. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Did you see that? Cause like, oh, I whipped up my, my phone, like went to the the photo thing, and then it like downloads. Clicked on the downloads album, I was like, "Yeah, these are the yesterday." Looking out the window, here he is. Jesus <laughs> and then like I went back the other day after we picked up the cat to get food, and then the girl she completely threw me off. She's like, "So how's it adjusting with your uh, older cat?" I was uh, 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 uh. like, <laughs> "I forgot I had an older cat." <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, they like they're already cleaning each other and shit." Oh, shit. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I said that. Oh, my god. It's like oh you guys are lucky my cat like they fought the first couple weeks I was no, like yeah no,
3: it was it was easy as pie
0: <laughs> but yeah this cat's cool um her name's Trout and um she's what, what is Trout is that a reference or something no well I guess because they found her on Troutman uh the street oh. and it was like Trout because she also had the color of like you know Bushwick? The, the fish Trout yeah um somewhere Bushwick and Wilson or something like that but yeah she's adjusting pretty well she likes to sleep and um. She 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 wouldn't eat for the first three days. So we were nervous, like not a bite at all. So we yeah, like, get nervous. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's going good so far. But uh, let's jump into some movies, right?
2: Yeah, no, you're supposed to wet care their, their hard food because when they're well, kids, we bought the the
0: morsel she, version she, of like it's already she's wet. That much of a kitten. Uh-oh. she's not that young. She's four months. Yeah, but like yeah. I don't think the wet food. Well, is if necessary certain if you're like two months. or three months, you have to bottle feed them.
3: Oh, that's adorable.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's weird though. I would never do that.
3: <laughs> Actually, I prefer breastfeeding.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's mm-hmm. weird. All right. Uh, so you lost the game? Oh, yeah. I did lose the game. Mm-hmm. So what was it? Oh, shit. Let me
3: pull it up. Steve, you remember what you assigned me?
2: Dude, I keep forgetting what happened this week, so
1: no. It was Dear White People. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it was Dear had, White People. I have
3: never seen this movie, so. So here's what, what happened. I'm like, oh, sweet. It's on Netflix. Get, about 20 minutes it's in, it's I realize I'm show? watching a fucking TV show. Are you show? watching yeah. the TV show? <laughs> I so pissed. Yeah. I was so pissed. I didn't even think. So I just hit play. Like I didn't click like episode or nothing. And I'm watching a fucking TV show, and it feels kind of hacky, like a TV show. I'm like, this isn't a good movie. It doesn't. It's not a well made movie. I'm like, what's going on here? So I quickly revert. Uh, I just want you to know I paid money for this shit. Got I went. Them. I went and bought it on Amazon. You bought it. Rent. Yeah. Like two ninety nine or something. Oh, that ain't shit. Um. So, dear white people. That's the price of a monster. I know, it's terrible. Uh Dear White People is a twenty fourteen uh satire comedy you could say. Uh directed written and directed by uh Justin Simeon. Uh, starring Tyler James Williams, Tessa Thompson, who came up last week on Annihilation, Kyle Gallner, yes, Tayana Paris, and Brandon P. Bell. Um let me ask you something, Steve. Oh, here's the synopsis. The lives... Oh, that's like literally the shortest synopsis ever. The lives of four black students at an Ivy League college. <clears throat> Steve, let me ask you something. Did you, uh, did you assign me this in hopes that I would be awakened? Or, or did you just think it was a good movie?
2: No, I actually enjoyed this movie. Just thought it was a good movie. You want to assign it to me? Yeah, I, and I realized you never seen it. I thought, I thought maybe you can watch and maybe, right. uh, you know, just wondering.
3: Just wondering if you were stunt, stunt assigning.
2: No, I'm just like, maybe you learned something or two, but it's cool. <laughs>
0: Look, I'll be honest with you. Is it a you. topical movie?
3: It's 2014, but yeah, I mean, okay. it's always topical, I guess. As long as we have racist fucks in this country, it's always going to be a topic. Duh. However, I don't think this movie... I mean, I didn't learn anything, if that's what you're wondering, Steve. I already know all this. Like, this movie is would be great for people who watch, like, Fox News and yeah. stuff. And, yeah. But... I don't know. I know those people. They wouldn't watch this movie. Not only would they not watch it, they would watch it, and they'd probably do some like Chris Rock shit. I love black people as long as they go to Ivy League schools, but I don't like the other black people. You know, you remember when Chris Rock had that bit that Michael Scott in The Office? I think was, everybody remembers. Everyone knows that right. skit. Well, that skit was the worst thing he could have ever done because now all of a sudden you have all these racist old white fucks who. Who basically uses... Justify use as, their yeah, like Yeah, they, they justify their racism. Oh, I love black people, you know, but I hate you know, N-words. And, like... The, so, yeah, I don't think this movie really... Did anything for you? Well, it's not... I don't think it's aimed towards me. You know? Was, I think it's definitely aimed towards you. Well, I, I know it says, dear white people, but, like... <laughs> you gotta think. I don't relate to the white people in this movie. They're douchey, ignorant, Ivy League fucking silver spoon kids. Just wait, yeah. you're not none of that? I mean, I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you, you didn't go to Ivy League school? I went to a, a fucking basically a community college on financial aid, and then whenever my financial aid ran out, I used my tax return. And, and you, uh,
0: you tried hard to get in there, I remember.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it was not easy for me to go to <laughs> state college. Uh, <clears throat> But, yeah... <laughs> That being that being said, I remember specifically it being hard for you to get in some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a. Uh, I can't remember. I never took any SATs or anything, but the CPT yeah. was also very easy. Um, uh, what do you think of the movie, though? That's that's a question. So, as the movie, um, if you ignore the whole, uh, th- it's not really trying to say, "Hey, white people, you're uh, you're racist," you know, yada yada yada. First ten minutes, it might lead you to believe that, and I think uh, it was very well done in the sense that it's it's very neutral mm-hmm. in the way that it it looks at race. I don't know, like it's actually pretty surprisingly, uh, like I don't know. I would say, uh, what's the word? I'm waiting for it. I don't know the word, but uh, I'm fucking drawing <laughs> blanks hard. What I'm saying is, it's actually commentating on uh, a lot of different things you you have your ignorant racist white people who you know there's the people they go they go into that trope or uh where a white guy will stand up you know you guys have affirmative action obama's president what's the big deal why are you guys so upset still slavery was a long time ago yada 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 and you know those people don't understand the the lengths of institutional racism and uh, they set you up like that, and you're like, okay, well, I, I see where this movie's going. It's obviously, I'm aware of all this, right? But the movie actually did something really smart, where it, it it was like, uh, on both sides, it showed you like the dangers of of being too overly aggressive or overly ignorant. Yeah, like even with uh the Tessa Thompson's character, Sam, she uh, she's overly aggressive to white people to yeah. the point where like she's she's attacking the like a branch but she's not attacking the the root of the problem. Yeah. And they kind of bring that up and it's pretty and she comes she she has a like a character arc <coughs> where she she kind of, you know, comes to terms with things and everybody in the story actually has a really good character arc.
2: Yeah. Um it deals a lot with the identity and what it is yeah, to be exactly. placed in there. I think you know, however, I mean, oh, is there negatives? <laughs> no,
3: it's not really negatives. I mean, some of the acting wasn't that great. It's just, I don't know. It was okay. Okay. And I would say that, uh, the thing is, is that I, I didn't relate to any of the characters, even the white ones. And not yeah. all the white characters are, are ignorant racists. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's it's also the character the love interest. Right. Uh, yeah. And, uh, it's just, I think what it is just the Ivy league setting, like, I that shit grosses me out. Like they form their own little societies on campus. Yeah. They have their own politics, their own newspapers, and I just fucking hate that shit. And uh at one point she like she uh compares the uh Ivy League campus as like a plantation. And I was just like you went to the most fucking shitty white part of white culture yeah like ivy league schools are are literally the most bullshit bureaucratic horseshit like worst thing that you know, and we've seen it with uh with the fucking like Brock Turner guy who raped a girl behind a dumpster like those are those guys you know they they grow up with this limited world view because they've been showered with everything they need, you know yeah. And the movie does touch on that a little bit too, but uh overall, the setting and the the people I did not relate to one bit really um, yeah but and this is a satire though, so I mean there 's some ridiculous premises like that i don 't think that
2: party would ever happen i mean it 's happened in college campuses. <laughs> Has it? Yeah, it actually, has. I mean, See, that's like I don't know what these college fucks are th- that's doing. What, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's it because definitely has my, happened in my in my brain. Like, I I couldn't. You wouldn't think about doing that, but then there's people who do do that kind of shit. But
3: but that really just goes to show that how much I don't relate to yeah rich white kids because uh, they're the worst. Like when he stood up in that that uh, like cafeteria and talked about like Obama being president shit, and I was just like. It was heavy-handed, and I was like, look, there are people out there that need to see this movie, I think. This should have happened like a year ago, dude,
2: or two years ago. Fucking University (laughs) of Central Arkansas. I also don't... uh,
3: That's crazy. That's crazy to me. That's actually a a shocker for me. I
2: literally didn't have to Google. I didn't have to do any. It was like in the first page. (laughs) That's insane.
3: (laughs) Uh, But also, like, the whole Obama thing, I mean, I like Obama. I do. But I don't think he's the the pillar of black success.
2: No, but it's just it's it, like. I mean it, but I understand what you're. I understand. It's. I think
3: I kind of think Obama's a little bit of a warmonger. Ooh, it's damn! That's my, my personal opinion. Kind of kind of leaning on the Republican side he is that, <laughs> on on his war policy, his, his foreign policy rather. But uh, yeah, I don't know. But other than that, I think the movie's pretty good. Uh, in the middle, I started to like kind of like zone out. Like, wait, what's happening again? Like, it was hard for me to keep up. with, Like wait, what's going on with this party? Like, what's, who's, you know, who's having a conflict with this guy again? Uh But overall, I think it's a pretty good movie. I'd probably give it a three out of five. All right. Yeah.
0: Oh, cool. cool. But
3: I watched another movie. What's just that? get it out of the way. Okay. Well, uh, what I promised it? I'd watch all the Best Picture nominees. At one point, I was overly ambitious. Like, you know what? I'm going to watch all the docs, shorts, foreign language, you know see it all, right? And then I realized that it's not worth it. You know? Like, I don't need to see The Beauty and the Beast just because it's nominated. I know that movie's not for me. There's no reason for me to, like, go out of my way and watch it. So I didn't bother. But I, I said, might as well do the best pictures at least, you know? So I watched uh, the the only one I was missing off the list, which was The Darkest Hour. And that's... Uh, <clears throat> it's a Joe Wright film starring uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gary Oldman. <laughs> Harvey's commenting on the fact that I don't really uh have it pulled up. Joe Wright, uh written by Anthony McCartan, starring Gary Oldman, Louie James, Chris and Scott Thomas. Damn, she looks old in this. Holy shit. And uh Ben mendelsohn
2: God damn, Ben mendelsohn Holy shit. Breaking news. He is directing one of my favorite books. He's, he's Who, directing, Joe Wright? Or? Yeah, directing the adaptation which is like amazing. Ocean mm-hmm. at the End of the Lane. Uh, it's a book by Neil Gaiman. Yeah. All right. Anyway, go back to what you're doing. Word? Right. Yeah, well, I just found this out. I was like, uh, <laughs> this is breaking news. Holy
0: shit. With Joe Wright?
2: Yeah.
3: Cool. So, synopsis is uh, about, if you don't know, it's about Winston Churchill. During the early days of World War II, the fate of Western Europe hangs on the newly appointed British Prime Minister Winston Churchill, who must decide whether to negotiate with Hitler or fight on against the incredible odds. Uh, pretty self-congratulatory self-congrat- there. Um, I, I wish I knew more about like the early part of World War II. I feel like I know a lot about like the later half, but uh, it's pretty interesting, uh, some of the stuff they cover in this movie. But overall, this is actually a really good movie. I think uh this is definitely getting swept under the rug a little bit um it I don't know like why, but it starts off and I'm like, I'm gonna be bored as fuck a bunch of old British people talking. There's almost no war scenes or anything. They really like focus on what it's like to be in the political you know confines of like meetings and, and strategies and everything, and they don't really focus on what it's like to be a soldier. It's like Dun- it's like a companion piece of Dunkirk. It's actually pretty great.
1: Um, Except from the power side.
3: Right, yeah. So you have your your fucking soldiers who are just everyday folk being in this terrible situation. And then you have what's going on behind the scenes, like what the politicians are going to do for them to get them off of Dunkirk. And uh, it kind of shows the uh, the scene where uh, he orders all the British civilians with boats bigger than thirty feet to go across the channel and rescue the the troops. And uh, think about how nuts that is. That is nuts, and they did it. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. <laughs> But to be honest with you, back then, like, people just went to war, like, signed up to go to war. Yeah. So, like, I feel like that was, like, not a big deal. Now I think everybody's like, you know what, I'm not fighting a war for, I got my iPhone, I got my fucking Toyota Camry, I ain't going to
1: do shit. Toyota Camry?
3: I don't know, I'm just, it doesn't feel the same. Like, I feel like the, the level of nationalism and patriotism, patriotism was more universal
1: back then. People are also dumber, though.
3: Right? Yes, they were definitely dumber. Like, right now, I'm definitely not going to fight in the Middle East because I don't believe in the... And I think right around Vietnam is where yeah. people were like, you know what?
1: Maybe our country's full of shit. <laughs>
3: yeah. it turns out they were. The Post. Um. So, uh, yeah, I think Gary Oldman's incredible in this, but, like, it's it's to the point where he's just too good, where he's, like, doing uh, this crazy impression that he is basically stuck in the role of and uh you definitely can't tell it's Gary Oldman and uh this is nominated for a bunch of shit so I think I'll I'll get into that later but uh overall I think it's a really good movie um does there's...
0: uh Gary Oldman play multiple characters I don't think so hmm.
3: so is that what it says
0: I thought so I thought he played like some other people in other makeup
3: no Nobody else was really made up except him. Mm. Like, Ben Mendelsohn uh, plays King George. <laughs> it's pretty crazy to see him. Like, that that dude just is everywhere. It's weird. Is he in Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just everywhere, He's in uh, Rogue One. He's, uh... He's great. I he, love that dude. He is great. One of my favorite roles from him is uh, Start Up. I thought you were going to say Place Beyond the Pines. Place Beyond the Behind- Yeah, that's what I those, thought. Yeah. Both of those. But, uh... Yeah, we got old British people being hacky, and, you know, there's this corny scene where he goes on the train to, like, talk to everyday folk.
2: I heard about that scene. And
3: t- it's not as bad as people described it, but it is a little corny. And um, it's funny, though, because back in the day, you had to go on a train to find out what your the people of your country were saying. Now you just go on Twitter. And now it's even worse. Now the president repeats back what his supporters say on Twitter. Like, that's insane to me, like how the times have changed. Gary Oldman had no idea what the, or sorry, Winston Churchill had no idea what the British people thought about peace treaties with Hitler until he went on the train. And I'm sure it didn't happen like that, which is why the scene seems a little corny. But, yeah, I don't know, three and a half out of five, I'd say. That's not bad. I think it's definitely uh, worth. I, I expected higher, to be honest. Um, I don't think it's. I mean, it's not that great, but it's good. Like when you compare it to like films up for Best Picture, like The Post, this film is wildly more entertaining, and it essentially is just Winston Churchill being flustered for almost two hours, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and it works because uh, Gary Oldman is a uh, he's incredible in this.
0: Yeah, people are saying it was like his best ever performance. It's just, you, the thing is, it, it's good because you can't even
3: really tell it's him. And it's his accent is like, like he was in Dark Knight and then he's in this. Like, yeah. there's no way that's the same person.
0: I know that he was, uh, was he nominated for Best Actor? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah i know that he went a little uh crazy i remember like reading some article how he like smoked a ton of cigarettes on set
3: he's coughing all the time
0: in this. yeah movie. and he yeah. had like nicotine poison that's fucking crazy he spent the whole year apparently like uh learning about Winston Churchill before yeah dude his, his
3: ability to just like have a cough attack and then keep going on with the dialogue mm-hmm. <laughs> in
0: this movie it's great cool it's so, just, what, yeah. in the movie, he smokes cigarettes or, like, pipes? Like, cigars. Cigars? Yeah, oh, oh that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, cigars, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So, three and a half?
3: Sucking on a big brown dick, <laughs> like George Carlin said.
0: Cool. You got anything else?
3: No, nah, that's all I watch besides... Uh,
0: you when you to watch two movies? Yeah. No. Is, that,
3: is that crazy nah, for me? No, yeah.
0: that's, pr- that's... I would say that's average, right? Sometimes two, it's yeah. just one. Yeah. What about you, Harvey? You got anything?
1: Yeah. I've got one movie that I can talk about. Um... I figured I'd go back to my old ways, because um, whatever no. that means. Is What's the old ways?
3: Been seeing them shutter billboards on the subway. That's
1: exactly. Wait, how do you know that? <laughs> because I ride the subway. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's funny. Because I was on the subway with, with uh, Jesse. I was like, "Oh shit, there's a, sh- a shutter Bad ad." Shutter ad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that got They're me. Excited. all over Facebook. I took a photo it. of it actually. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. So you know,
3: I was gonna take a photo and send it to you, and I, I was gonna be like, "Damn." But I assumed you were going to write back, like, yeah, I've seen him. Yeah. You're late, bro. Yeah, totally.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Took a fucking photo of him. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so we've got a... uh, I don't know if it's a Shudder exclusive, but um, I think it may be on Amazon, too, so I don't think so. But you can find it on Shudder. It's called uh, Night of Something Strange. Um, What initially uh, led me to watch this movie was the... uh, Synopsis, and here it is: a sexually transmitted disease runs rampant and turns <laughs> its host into the living dead. What? Yeah, it's um, it's a it really. It follows. Yeah, it's it's very it it follows us mixed with a uh, zombie movie, I guess, or mix It's like it follows me to Cabin Fever, basically, okay. um, and throws some zombies in there.
2: It seems like something's coming out of this woman's vagina.
1: Yeah, this is um. <laughs> I don't... There's no way to fucking, like, review this movie. It's a really gross movie. If you are into horror films, um... All right, I'll just keep, talk about it. it. Uh, some teenagers decide that they're gonna go to, like, a beach. Like, a beach for spring break or whatever. So they take a little road trip. And then they... They get tired, so they have to stay at this, like, a uh, roadside, like, shitty hi- highway motel. You know? Like, it was really trashy hotels. And they stay there. And then just, uh, chaos... uh chaos takes over and um, they they are fucking each other. People are fucking people and they're turning into zombies and there's a lot of gross shit that happens in the middle of it. And um, yeah, the movie itself is um, even for like a, a B movie. It's pretty, it's pretty trash. There's um, no cohesive narrative. Um, there's no sense of consistency as far as the character goes. Like it, it, uh, the movie starts off following one girl and then honestly, like she dies, so then you're like, "Well, who are we following now?" It it's it's very uneven and very um just poorly written. It's yeah, if you're looking for for a story, or, it's just not good. But <laughs> it does succeed in showing some really gross shit, which I appreciate. Practical, yeah. And um, there's a lot of CGI with like the uh, the zombies themselves, but there are some practical shit in here. Like um, there's a scene where uh. A zombie like eats like a bloody tampon. Um, oh yeah, I should mention what? that too. Yeah, what's practical about that? Well, <laughs> it's not a, it's not a CGI tampon. It was a real tampon. But why
3: would you <laughs> why would your budget be so low? Yeah, the CGI tampon. Yeah, I don't know.
1: But um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Yeah, a, a, uh, not they're not n- normal zombies. By the way, I think I should uh, uh, say that they're also like sex crazed zombies. So they actually rape people. And then they and then they eat them, and then they like eat on them, and then those people turn into zombies. It's a pretty funny concept, I guess, you know, un- unless you're um not, unless you don't find rape very funny. <laughs> apparently you do. Yeah, apparently you do. I'm just thinking about the fucking <laughs> just scene. Just the word makes you crack. <laughs> no, it's not the word. It's the fucking movie. It was like a janitor, and he like uh, worked at a morgue or whatever, and then he like fucked a, a corpse, <laughs> and then he like turned into a. A zombie and then he just runs around and starts raping people. And he's like a, a sex crazy zombie. It's a real shitty movie, but it's pretty uh entertaining in some ways. Um I don't know. Even for a B movie though, it's pretty fucking bad. Um Well let's say it's a C movie. Mm, for a C movie it's probably a B. For <laughs> <laughs> what? For for a B movie. I don't know. I'd give it a a one, a one out of five. It's pretty bad. Nice. But the concept is interesting, I think, and it has some pretty gross shit in it. Like the zombies, like pissing everywhere and stuff, and they're like fucking people. So it's pretty funny. See,
3: people who make these movies, like, I don't, I don't vibe with them.
1: I think it looks, it looks like it'd be a lot of fun to make. I just can't vibe with it.
0: It's like oh, like
3: Gabe from the Office. Like he, he's a big horror. I feel
0: like it's just like a waste of time to make a movie for like twenty people. Like that's what I'm saying. yeah. Like twenty people that liked it. Not that seen it.
1: I mean, I'll, they're not making it for 20 people. They're making it off that chance that it becomes like a um I know. Yeah, like a, a classic.
0: Which
2: yeah. is like, but that's like, the wrong way of taking it. Like a cult film is not a cult film because it's it, it rises to that. It becomes a cult film, not because it was trying to be a cult film. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: but they're, they're just trying to make something great. I don't yeah. know. There's
0: like... Premeditated cult film. Yeah,
1: because there's some that I've seen that I've like... I would have loved to be a part of it. It's premeditated, like witching and bitching, like Deathgasm. I think those Is are those great, movie, great movies. No,
0: I don't think so. so. I'm
1: saying
3: if it's premeditated, it's probably a failure. I don't know. That's
1: all I got. Um, okay, cool. Steve can. Stevie, anything some this shit. week? Yeah, I'm we'll talking about shit. Bro.
2: Uh, let's see. Uh, little,
4: little <laughs> Wait, I had
1: a, I had one more. I had a rewatch. Oh, you watch? I don't want to re- really talk about it, but I, w- I rewatched <laughs> Rogue Nation, oh, yeah? um, just cause, so I can like prep. I don't know. I'll probably watch. it. Did the you see the new trailer? Yeah, I think it looks good. Yeah. It does look good. Yeah. That's why I watched it. Yeah, it really does. Wait. I saw
3: the trailer and I was like, you know what? This franchise never seems to totally
1: let me down. Yeah, yeah it's it's decent.
2: I don't know. I because think, I think uh, no one expects anything from it. It's just like it's like you're expecting. the Next one's like, well, they can't keep like, making it's them
3: good. Like, it's, if I'm honest, it's I, standard but tasteful at the same time.
1: That is true. I think the I think the later ones are better than the early ones, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah Ghost <coughs> Protocol is great. Yeah, I th- I like them more than I like like the first two, so.
3: Well, I yeah. I have a strong uh, relationship you like with Mi two uh, in uh in the Metallica video. Oh
0: yeah, I really I really like the first one. I think the first one's the most different of all of them. The first one wasn't that much action. It was espionage, and it was a good. I don't know. I like Brian De Palma too. So you guys, want that, one's that good. Metallica Brian video? Palma though? is good,
1: huh?
3: Metallica playing on top of the fucking plateau, and yeah. uh, Tom Cruise is climbing it. Yeah. Before a I dis, I, the, I, the second
0: one's definitely the worst the yeah, John Woo one.
3: Yeah. one yeah I know but uh, you got the Metallica
0: so, so
1: yeah I like Rogue Nation though it was, it's good
0: I like Rogue I like Nation the, Rogue Nation is probably the best the water yeah. scene oh actually no I take that back Ghost Protocol is I, right. I, Ghost think really Pro- Pro- I think Ghost Protocol yeah, yeah, is pretty good but I like the first one a lot it has a different tone to it that I enjoy I like those ty- style of uh, action and espionage Cold War looking films
1: but yeah that's that's it I, it it holds up
0: cool well, uh, okay Steve you were just about to jump in something
2: uh, let's see uh let me look through my thing. Uh I watched a lot of YouTube this week. Okay, okay.
1: Uh, oh, shit. A is that, is a there's lot of, a, a lot of Fail Army videos. That, that makes me think. Uh, I'm uh, sorry to interrupt you, but I discovered a um, YouTube series, a uh, web series that I'm really enjoying, and um, I feel like it fits in line with um, the shit that I was just saying. Um, you know, but my web series I was going to talk about was pretty good, too. Oh, really?
3: Wait, we're talking about web series now? <laughs> What's happening?
1: <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the name of it It's called like uh, It must two, have not been that good It's good called man. like No it's called like 2H32 Or something like that I'm gonna look It's a, a 2H. horror 2H. web series On YouTube
0: On YouTube Did you have to pay for it As a part no, of YouTube rep No hmm.
1: It's very good though And I recommend I found it. It. it Yeah It's fucking really creepy
0: You searched it and found it <laughs> Yeah oh, Is that pretty So pretty did you easy. not have that movie
2: Or I mean I have movies I guess I was just uh, yeah, I'd
3: like to hear about movies <laughs> set of web series we're not devolving
2: here we we definitely have devolved a long time what's ago what's next fucking hgtv first snapchat of all, videos snapchat videos yo know, i'm really <laughs> caught up right with
3: yeah, you guys seen dj
2: cal's newest snapchat story let's see what i watched oh i watched this documentary called the uh, called minimalism i don't know why i turned it on i think it's actually no i did turn it on because i was on youtube and i stumbled across this guy's uh this guy's youtube channel and he's talking about directing, and he's like, "Yeah, I directed this movie." And I'm like, "Minimalism." I'm like, "Oh, sounds interesting." So I turned it on, and uh, it's an interesting movie. It's nothing like phenomenal, groundbreaking in terms of documentary or like anything hard hitting. It's pretty, pretty much like kind of like a fluff piece about these two guys called the Minimalists who have like a podcast and wrote a book about kind of like taking this away things. Familiar. Every fucking loser
3: has a podcast now. Jesus. <laughs>
2: I mean, uh, <laughs> it's kind of meta. Yeah, yeah it's pretty deep, uh, but uh, yeah, it was interesting. It wasn't like anything groundbreaking. I just thought, uh, I thought their ideas—they brought up like some, a lot of good points, and uh, yeah, nothing to write at home about. I, I did enjoy it though. So if you want to watch a little bit of like yeah, lighter Min- documentary,
3: was cool. But like, what if you want to own a bunch of cool shit?
2: That's the thing—you just don't. Right, well, but you're the not, most you're not the weirdness. The weirdest part about this, I would bring it up, is this like I don't understand this man's logic because <laughs> one of the guys is just like, yeah, you know, I have the least amount of stuff and you go into this big ass house and he just has like one chair. <laughs> like, See that that's just I re- just like, what's the point of having the big house yeah, then? Just the, the just big house the
3: materials used to make that count as material. So He
1: probably moved all his shit in the stories before. It <laughs> it. Well
0: yeah, that's interesting. So would you rate that? No. No. Yes,
2: I don't know. What are you guys looking at over there?
0: None. Somebody. One of our friends texted us about something about the Oscar.
2: Oh, that's <laughs> interesting. <mistake. laughs> <laughs> All right. Well,
0: let's. Uh, did you, you, you rewatch?
3: Movie
2: watch? You rewatched something, didn't you? Uh, yeah, rewatch Forgetting Sarah <laughs> Marshall. Does it but hold don't up. Don't, huh? Does it hold up. Yeah, for me it does. Yeah. I realize they don't that's make. A, comedies that's an like easy this. fun watch. It's yeah. It requires nothing. I just love how much dick shots we get of uh, Jason Segel. Uh huh. Like, it's just, I've I completely forgot that in the beginning of the movie, that's what we get, like, instantly. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, pretty hilarious how the way his girlfriend, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the, you, you've you watched it, we all have watched this, yeah. everyone's yeah, watched yeah. this fucking movie. Yeah. It's a good his, one. his girlfriend's breaking up with him, and he's, like, bawling on the couch while he's
0: naked, <laughs> and she's, like, can you put on clothes? And then it's he's, like, like no. he's he's going crazy in the apartment by himself. Dude, it's, like it's doing, whole, He's, like, doing impressions of, like, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Great. I forgot. Yeah, amazing. he's
2: a funny guy. Like, it's so weird because I watched uh, the end of the tour and then I watched this, and then I'm thinking like, he's like, wow, man. This oh, guy did you like has, that? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I I thought that was, was amazing. Good. You
0: finally watched it. Was that the first time watch? Yeah, first time oh, watch. Okay, it was cool. amazing. Yeah, I thought it was so good. Seen it's that so we weird. Time, dude.
2: It's so weird that this guy has fucking range. Like, he actually yeah, he can. Does. Like, if you give him the right roles, he really can <laughs> do. He, he like, he
3: could even do bad movies like The Discovery.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean. Give this man an Oscar.
0: Fuck. Yeah. I mean,
2: let's relax.
0: So, but. oh wait, you reviewed it uh, last podcast? Yeah. Oh, okay. I you haven't listened it. to it. Did because? you listen, bro? No, because, because. Uh, I haven't seen Annihilation, and I'm dying to see it. And I don't want. You, you Still guys haven't? To, no, I don't want Ooh, you guys to tell fuck. me anything. And nothing. Not a word. But all right. Can Steve. I? Can I give you my score? No, no, no. Nothing. I haven't gone on to. I was talking about. Can anything. I give you
3: my theory on the no. ending? I haven't don't seen the, <laughs> the beginning.
0: I haven't seen the beginning.
3: Can I give you my theory on the beginning?
0: I'm sure I'll have my own theories next week, but um, yeah, I'll watch it. Pro- I think we're supposed I, to. Go I thought to watch it. If, you don't wa- if
3: you
2: don't watch it next week, I'm I'm gonna spoil the movie for you. Well, so it you comes out on it.
0: Netflix next week, I believe. No, we're Dude, actually talking it about the theaters. podcast, huh? Go go see see, you no, know. yeah, I'm gonna go see it in theaters. But all right, all right, I guess I'll move on to me. Um, I did watch a bunch of stuff, but I'm not gonna. I feel like we're already.
3: Yeah, we might have a long uh, end segment. All
0: right, so first thing I will watch. I don't know if you guys you guys can pick. I guess what you want me to talk about. Talk about mute. Okay, we talked about Mute heavily last night. Also,
3: you talked about Mute, so... I'll just say this, I'm Mute,
0: a wh- um, first teaser, had me hooked, thought it looked good, was excited to see something Blade Runner-esque, but kind of, like, different, and I was a fan of Duncan Jones. Um, huge letdown. Huge letdown. Huge. Huge. Um, I gave that movie a huge. one and a half, Steve told me he gave it a, a one star is that right yeah that's that's garbage it's hot garbage this movie plays like a tv show there's set up all the way up until 20 minutes before the movie ends and i'm like where's this movie fucking going are they setting me up for like another episode or something because the characters are just off the wall like we're just jumping around from character to character and there's no resolution for anybody in the end that's um have you seen you seen it right, i
1: haven't seen it but um yeah, I'm just, I'm just curious what's going on with Duncan Jones.
0: Um, I don't know. I'm, I was a big fan of this guy. There is a Moon reference in this movie though that I caught, and I was explaining to Steve. There's yeah, a, I completely forgot. There's a, there's a at the end of Moon. Um, uh, what's his oh, name? Don't spoil it. Sam Rockwell's character. Don't spoil Moon. Don't spoil Moon.
2: <laughs> yeah, Moon. Because not, all, not a lot of people have seen Moon. It's like a, it's. I think it's a hidden That's gem. Like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I think i, I honestly. To be feel, fair, I didn't see Moon until last year. Yeah, it's.
3: I
0: think yeah. it's one of those gems that you need to watch. It's a ge- right. I think it's a gem that there a lot of is a reference to Moon because apparently this is a shared universe and it's supposed to be a spiritual uh, sequel to Moon. That's so gross. And oh, there is oh, a there is an Easter egg yeah, then, in I'm, this movie for oh Moon, so you might catch it if I'm you not, guys watch. I'm it. not watching that shit now. What Mute? Yeah, it's horseshit. It's definitely horseshit. I was very disappointed. Uh, I guess Steve already said it, but the main character is Amish. And, uh, he has way too much shit going on. Yeah, he's Amish. Somehow he knows how to fight like a badass. Never lifted a finger at let anybody me, let in life. Where does he live? He lives in Berlin. modern day, uh, like a first, their, like future modern day of Berlin.
3: Uh, you know Amish people don't live in the fucking city, right?
0: Well, I that's do know. That's we what we're trying I, to figure I, out. Yeah, I do know there's a rite of passage. It's about two years or so that they go off into the city and kind of like live amongst society and come back yeah, all a real thing? enlightened. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But this movie plays it like this is this person's life now he's been doing this for many, many years, Which well, doesn't I th- make any sense i
2: think I think what it is is that they get to choose they either can stay in an outside world or they uh-huh. can choose to come back that after, after they yeah their right.
0: with that though you would think if he cho- he chose to stay like we see him, he would let go of some of his traditions and his his uh culture stuff, cultural like aspects of his life yeah, it doesn't make any sense like he just has way too which he too retains much all shit. of it for some reason, yeah, it doesn't make any sense um. Didn't like uh, Paul Rudd's character. He's worst. probably the worst character in that film for me. And um, I I don't understand the Hawaiian wearing shirts.
2: Uh, so I was listening to an interview with Junkin uh, Jones on uh, the Nerdist podcast, and he was explaining that his inspiration for Paul Rudd and Justin Thoreau's character is uh, from MASH, Hawkeye, and uh, what is what is the his partner's name? I don't Hawkeye. Know. And, um, uh, f- uh, I've never seen MASH. Yeah. Marsh. What is his name? Shit, it's gonna bother me now. It's gonna bother me too. I'm gonna look it up, but yeah, that's what his inspiration was. Like he thought, like of those characters because they're both surgeons. Like, mm-hmm. so I mean, he okay, I see. It's pretty bad, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I don't think that helps the movie. Learning that. Radar, time. not radar.
2: Oh,
1: well then.
0: But yeah, uh, mute was a big disappointment. It I think it was a, I think it was a good choice for them to sell it <laughs> to Netflix because they probably wouldn't have made shit in the in the theaters. No. Yeah. But uh, I did watch something for the first time. Trapper I... John. Trapper? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I watched something else. Uh, I watched Body Heat for the first time. And when I was in college, I took a screenwriting course, and my professor, I forgot his name, he would always reference Body Heat. And I had never seen it, and I always promised myself that I would watch it one day. And I remember this being on TV when I was a kid, like on TBS and Stars, but never actually sat down. I don't think that I was into movies like this when I was very young. But, uh... I was a huge fan of this movie. The I think this was probably one of the most well structured noirs that I've ever seen in my life. This movie is actually one of the f- uh, few movies that Lawrence cast and uh, directed and written. You now you guys might know him from all the Star Wars stuff. He, re- he wrote pretty much all Star Wars and produced some of them. And um, he's a really good director. I think he should. Uh, is he still alive? He's still alive, right?
1: I have no idea. I don't know either. Let's find
0: out. But uh, yeah, dude, this movie is really good. It it's I think. In terms of structure and the narrative, it's perfect. There's this movie takes place in uh Florida and it's about this um it's about this uh Dude, he lawyer. Wrote,
2: just wait, he wrote the new Star Wars, so I guess he's st- yeah uh, yeah. Damn, he's we, doing all the Star Wars. Oh really? Yeah. Um or I, don't don't think, most he, of I don't them.
1: think he wrote them. I think it's based on like the screen screen and stuff. Yeah, based on the characters he created. Oh, okay.
0: Never mind, you can continue. Yeah. Body heat's about um it's about a lawyer who meets this beautiful, attractive woman in the heat wave of, I believe, 1980s... I think it's 81. Yeah, something like like early 80s, maybe like in the time of film 79 or something, Florida, around West Palm Beach area. And he meets this girl, and he falls in love with her. Turns out she has a a very rich husband that she's trying to divorce, and uh, he comes up with a plan to... um, William Hurt comes up with a plan to kill the husband. And the plan goes... According to plan, but then uh, their friends, his friends, who are one's a police officer, one's a lawyer, start to suspect that he has uh, involvement in this crime. And the film plays like a noir of him trying to like navigate uh, in and out his life and her life, and trying to like basically save his ass through the movie. Um, The movie has a very satisfying ending, by the way. And um, yeah, I think it's shot very good. The narrative is amazing. The dialogue's great. William Hurt's character is. uh, Pretty interesting to watch on screen. We pretty much follow him only throughout the movie. Mickey
1: Rourke is great, dude.
0: Yeah, Mickey Rourke. Have you seen this movie? Yeah, I love the movie. Yeah, Mickey Rourke has a role. He looks very different in this movie. He's like tiny, Yeah. very soft-spoken. I didn't recognize him at this first. This
1: is before he like, uh, got his face fucked up.
0: From, oh, yeah, plastic surgery and shit? Well,
1: from the boxing first.
0: Oh. Damn, he looks young. Yeah, he looks very different. Yeah. He has a very different voice, too, in this movie so spoken. Mm-hmm. They shot this movie in around West Palm too, which was interesting. In some parts what, of Miami, uh, any Florida nostalgia in this movie? They talk Imagery? You you get a good sense of like the heat. So I guess that. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking clouds, palm trees. Mm-hmm. Art, we get some shots of we get some shots, some cool shots at the beach at night, which uh, probably was one of my favorite aspects of Florida, so, like going to the beach late at night, hanging out. There's some good shots of that.
3: Think of like magic mode that type of stuff yeah. Such a good cast.
0: the the cinematography is incredible it's one of my favorite parts of this movie. There's like some scenes where they're just sitting down in an office room having a conversation, and the camera kind of like jumps around very seamlessly on some kind of rig that just i don't know it takes you in and then even though they're just having like a weird like just a boring conversation, it works but um yeah, I was a big fan of this movie. I gave it a four out of five um I also watched. I actually watched something, Harvard, that you mentioned to me a few years back that I should watch. I believe you, I'm pretty certain you told me about this movie. Um, it's uh, Les Rendezvous with Anna or me- The Meanings of Anna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember you told me about this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a movie by Chantelle Ackerman. She passed weird. away like two or three years ago. And um, this is supposedly one of her best. And uh, I sat down the other day, put it on on Filmstruck, and uh, I liked it a lot. It's a very simple movie. It kind of plays like a documentary or short. And the idea is that uh, Anna, she's kind of like in the middle of her movie being premiered somewhere in Brussels. And she's going from like Germany, Brussels, to like parts of like Belgium, meeting all these like old friends and family members. And she's having like these like very stoic, nostalgic conversations with them. And we get like these vignettes of her life through their conversation. And it's... uh, it's, i think it sh- it's shot pretty well like all the scenes are framed pretty still even when she's walking it's some simple slow panning shots and we get some good uh scenes of um brussels and belgium in general and uh i liked it a lot it was pretty simple and um uh, this is my first uh viewing of uh any of her films uh do you have you seen any of her stuff, um, stuff?
1: i don't know maybe I remember this one because I watched this uh, in my film class like freshman year of college. Yeah, this was from 1978 and
0: I think she had another uh, pretty big one in the early 70s. I can't remember the name. But uh, yeah, I'll probably check out some more of her stuff. This movie is, um, it's uh, featured on Filmstruck, by the way. That's how I came across it. Uh, I gave it a four out of of five. Uh, Strongly recommend. Um, I also watched one last one I'll talk about. How many Uh, fucking movies did you watch? I watched, well, I have the piano teacher, and I have. Uh, he also
3: wasn't here last week. Yeah,
0: that is true. Don't God don't damn it, uh, think twice as well. I've never seen that before. I'll just talk about "Don't Think Twice" because it's a little bit more simple. I haven't seen that yet. Um, I don't know why. This is a movie by Mike Barbicula. This is his second movie that he's directed. First one being "Sleepwalk with Me," which I was a big fan of. I like the way he tells stories, and I like the way that he he's able to like use narration in his films to like tell his side of a story. But this one is a little bit different. This one kind of plays like a dramedy almost kind of like, it reminds me a lot of Funny People and it's about these uh, improv group that's trying to hit fame in New York City and there's this uh, network, basically it's a play on Saturday Night Live and in the film it's called Weekend Live and they're all trying to like get uh, a spot on there. One of them actually uh, gets on, I'm not going to say who but... um, I think
1: I know who. Who? It's uh <laughs> I think it's uh what's his name? Kegel Mike and Key.
0: Yes, uh he's the one. Yeah. I think that's in the trailer so fuck it. But uh yeah, he gets a <laughs> he gets a spot on Weekend Live and all his friends are kind of like they're not handling it well. They're kind of jealous. And he's kind of like I would say he's probably the funniest one. Mike Berbillio is pretty funny too even though he was like his mentor or tutor for improv. And uh, there's some comedy with the improv stuff, but I think with real improv in this movie, I, I have the same feelings towards it. It's just awkward to watch. Do you guys ever get that when you're watching people do improv? Yeah, I get, like, that. Okay, I get fuck, that feeling. You're like, okay, there's just too many lols right now. Like, pick it up. And I feel bad for them. Yeah. And this movie has the same thing, and I'm pretty sure that's what he's trying to convey here. But um, I would definitely say that I like Sleepwalk With Me a lot more than this movie. I, I think I gave that movie like a 4 out of 5 when I first saw it. This uh I would probably give like a 3, the like light 3 out of 5. Really? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. This movie
1: had a, like a rave reviews. Yeah, uh I Not thought from was ga- Sean.
0: I was I thought I was going to like it a lot more to be honest. I thought it was going to have that same style of humor and dialogue as uh, sleepwalk with me, but I did like that this film had some cameos from some people that we've met yeah. and seen uh at the the Annoyance Theater. Yeah. Uh, Joe Firestone, she's uh she's in the movie. Yeah. She has a speaking role as well, and um, there's some humor with Mike Birbiglia's character and how he's kind of like this older guy who's all who's their tutors, and now he's like kind of like in the the back seat and watching them all rise to fame. And there's some heartfelt moments as well, but um, I don't know. For overall, I would say the movie plays it too straight and it's a little too simple on the subject matter. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's it for me. I won't talk about the other movie that I have. That's a little a little too far removed, like two weeks from it. Hmm. Which is the piano teacher, which I gave a three out of five. Okay. And uh, that's it for me. You guys want to jump into um, Death Wish? Yeah, yeah let's, uh,
1: let's do it. Yeah, let's... we need to speed this
3: up. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's gonna be a long one. All right, let's take a let's take a listen to the clip we have.
1: Sway in the morning, say four five. We gotta talk about what's happening in Chicago. Right. Everybody's watching this viral video of this guy in the hoodie. They're calling the Grim Reaper. He stopped a carjacking. Is he right for taking the law into his own hands? He's become a folk hero. What about the shooter?
4: He looked like a white dude.
1: I love my family. When they needed me most.
0: I one one. What is your emergency? These men. They're breaking into my house. I think they're here. No. I failed to protect them. Death Wish, directed by Eli Roth. A mild matter father is transformed into a killing machine after his family is torn apart by a violent act. We got Bruce Willis. We got Vis- Vincent D'Onofrio. We got Dean Norris. D'Anonfrio what? Vincent D'Onofrio. Is that his, That's his, his name? D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Yeah. Oh. We got Dean Norris and Elizabeth Shue. Who else do we have? Some no-names, I guess. Who's Hank? We got Sway. Man? Huh? Yeah, oh, Sway's Sway. in the
1: movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sway. Um... Who plays uh, Christopher? Mike Epps is in it too.
2: Yeah, he is. Like, so random,
0: dude. I was like, I started laughing. He plays a surgeon. (laughs) Yeah, a surgeon. Imagine Mike Epps doing surgery on you. Yeah, that's weird, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um,
1: Imagine Bruce Willis doing surgery on you. Who wrote this
0: movie? Oh, this movie's written
3: by. (laughs) I'm about to die hard right now. This movie's written by four
1: guys. It's like
3: four Jesus, motherfuckers. Four motherfuckers make this movie <laughs> to make a, a remake. Yeah. To write a remake.
0: Produced by <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. No. Yeah. What? Apparently, he wanted He's to. Like, yeah, he, I'll he, give you money. He was trying for to that. remake it in uh, 2006, and he was supposed to play uh, the main character in this movie. Mm, probably. I, I feel better. like that probably would have been better. That, remi- better.
1: that reminds me of Rambo. I think. Four. I think if Sylvester Stallone had more of a hand in it, yeah, it probably would have been a better
0: movie.
3: Yeah, Rambo and the newest Rambo in O.A. He says, "When you pushed, killing's as easy as breathing." All
0: right, Steve, like kick us writes. off once again. What did you think of Death Wish, the reimagining? <laughs> the
3: reimagining—that's the uh, subtitle.
2: I just want to kind of start off my 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 overall thoughts. Uh, in one scene in the film where uh, we see uh, what's his name, Bruce Willis' character. Uh, <laughs> Paul, Dr. Kersey. Yeah, yeah Dr. Kersey. Pa- Dr. Paul Kersey. Uh, yeah. He's in the middle of performing surgery on one patient, and uh, he gets called in because there's an emergency, and uh, he he stops doing surgery on one guy to walk into another room to declare another person dead, which I thought was just hilarious, and I was the only person. <laughs> no, that the, 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 funny, the funny
0: part of that scene <laughs> is that we—that's the first uh, shot we get of him. Yeah. And they pan up, and he's like, he's giving somebody blood into like their heart. He's pumping blood into their yeah. heart. And then he's like, "Nurse, can you hold this?" And yeah, he, like he, he just walks, like, out, he walks, walks out. He walks out to, to and pronounce then he, someone and else and dead. Somebody <laughs> dies, and he looks at the fucking whatever instrument that is and says, "Yeah, he's dead." <laughs> somebody else could have done that. That yeah. was uh, interesting too. That was an
1: interesting choice. Yeah. It was a because that was a cop. Like I think it was an interesting choice for them to uh, yeah. choose a cop for that scene. That be that that's the one to die.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know.
1: I think that gives some credence to your whole, <sighs> uh, this is probably made by a Trump supporter thing.
2: Oh, I'll bring that up later, yeah. I, I oh, yeah, yeah, that one scene where the cop was just like, he died and now you're going to save that guy's life who shot him? I was like, oh, God. If I can. If, if I can. <laughs> I can. <laughs> All right, see, so what do you think about this movie? I don't, honestly, I don't feel like I feel anything about this movie. Mm, that's <laughs> this, even worse. That's, it's like, it's like, that's, that's low. It's like, it. you know, I feel like I've, this, I feel, I feel like I've been assaulted. Really? Assaulted. That bad? Yeah, it's just like it's like not even fun because I know which for is fa- weird
0: because I listened last week to see what you guys picked, and you guys look like it's gonna, it looks like it's gonna be a fun bad. First of all, I didn't say that at all. Thomas, said, Thomas, I said it. I still
3: it. stand by that versus Red Sparrow. Uh,
0: Red Sparrow did pretty well.
2: <laughs> Listen, we're not gonna talk about when what you, movies we failed to pick. I still think Red week. Sparrow's trash. Uh, it's gonna be trash. This is how I feel about this movie, and I feel nothing. This movie made me feel all right I take that back. I laughed a lot, so I guess it did make me feel things exactly., uh, but I laughed just because how like absurd like a lot of the not, not even like the things that happened. it was just like, why did they make this decision? Who thought that like like any of these decisions were good ideas? I'm like someone should have had final say, right? This should have been someone stopping, like, "Hey, are you sure you really want to do this? We can, we can get one more shot if you want." And he was just like, "No, no, I'm good. We got it." And then just fucking left. Mm-hmm. That's uh, how
3: Soderbergh directs.
2: Well, you know, I guess. I mean, Eli Roth is no Soderbergh, so. I mean <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, uh, yeah, man, this movie—I I was just so. Amazingly unaffected by everything that happened and how corny and cringy everything was in terms of like the 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 talk of like you know just gun violence and vigilante uh, what they call it, vigilante justice. Mm-hmm. I did find it funny when that guy uh, there's this random guy that gets shot in the movie because he wants to like be copycat. a copycat. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny because like <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Cause he died instantly. It's just like, I was thinking, like, oh man, you're going to have a whole bunch of people just fighting crime. It's just like, no, one dude, and
1: he, he died instantly. Yeah, now that you mention that, I thought it was pretty interesting because how did they know he was a copycat and not the guy that's yeah. been killing people?
0: Because they probably saw that he didn't have the scar on the hand or whatever it was.
1: Maybe he shells his right hand. I mean,
2: that was like the yeah. whole through line for the film. Like, they yeah. needed that. That was like, yeah. that was honestly the only clue that those fucking sad excuse for detectives had.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he, I think he didn't look the same either.
1: Um, can I talk? Go for for I don't care. Um, you I know, I, I feel like it. we should explain the movie. We didn't really do a good job explaining what this movie is about.
0: I mean, I read wait. the synopsis real
3: quick. Who's seen the the original? <laughs> we, we i even talk about that. Never seen Sean's it. Sean's seen it. it. Yeah. Charles Bronson. How, I want to hear how it
1: compares in your. Well,
3: record. this
0: one is very different. I'll let Harvey go,
3: and then Oh, you, but, sorry.
1: Oh wow. Okay. Oh. Well,
3: he he already started so
1: coordinating shit well um, i was
0: just gonna answer your question and say this one's listen. very different style <laughs> oh, okay yeah
1: um first one's more of a war. so yeah bruce willis is a um a surgeon so uh, that's the first thing um that you should know and um he has a family he has a uh, white wife with a little white daughter and um there's a home invasion of some kind um I should, I mean, I don't think this is a spoiler. I should just say that I believe that this entire movie and everything, all the consequences are the fault of the daughters because she tried to stab that dude like she didn't have to do that. There's no point. What she think was going to happen? So this, everything that happens is the, the fault of the daughter. Uh, let me throw that out there. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, this dude's wife is killed and his daughter's put in a coma because they're shot by uh, home invaders. And so he goes on this uh, very self-destructive path of murdering other people. And um, acting as a vigilante to um, kind of avenge his family's uh, murder by correcting the wrongs that are happening in uh, Chicago, Um, you know, there's a lot of cringeworthy shit that happens in this movie, and I can't really, um, I can't really understand if someone thought this was like a natural, I guess, like emotional progression or emotional response to their family being murdered. He. He jumped into killing people like super quickly, especially for a doctor. De- for yourself, Death
2: Sentence bro. which is another movie who follow, that follows the same the same yeah, kind of like arc does it so much better. If yeah. you want to watch something like that, I'll just watch Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon, which yeah, is great. I like Death Sentence.
1: This uh this is like a doctor who took a what is it, a Hippocratic oath to do no wrong against patients and shit and he just he moves into killing people so quickly. Um It's
2: because he saw his father in law shoot poachers. And he's just like, sometimes
1: you have to defend. That was also very. That that scene was also. It was the most weird, weird. The, the so like awkward. Yeah. It was so awkward. <laughs> the whole scene was just. You see people, so you immediately shoot at them. I don't know. There's a lot of shit. You gotta I don't protect get your movie. own. Shit like that. Yeah. Um. It was very strange. Yeah, you, you you. There's like a pause, right? Like yeah. That. I don't there's know. There's some technical uh, difficulties over there. I don't there. know what what there
0: was a headphone pause. It
3: was a headphone pause because I accidentally unplugged everything, but somehow it kept recording. It kept recording. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, it's because right. it's battery powered.
1: Yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah. Let's. Uh. Hmm. What else? Um. There's a one scene that I want to talk about in particular that <laughs> that I thought was pretty funny.
0: Well, I think we all have a scene that we need to talk about. I have one as well. So you go first,
1: Sean. Do you remember the scene that oh, I was shit. like couldn't help but
2: like die laughing in the middle of the theater? Uh, like I was the only one. Like there was this one. I don't this remember together. this scene. I saw him, and uh, it was just like a quiet theater, and I'm like losing it, and then everyone else is super quiet.
1: Uh, yeah, there was, were, like, there was a lot of moments. Yeah, like, there, there were several moments. One moment is when I saw Mike Epps, and I'm like, and he was wearing a, a doctor's fucking <laughs> uniform. And I'm like, okay. And uh, <laughs> there's another scene where um, Bruce Willis is walking, and Chief Chief Keith starts playing. Well, oh, that's yeah, pretty yeah, funny. <laughs> like, what is yeah. going on? I was like, what the... <laughs> f- and there's the, the other scene with the... That's ba-
0: a weird dated song <laughs> to put in this fucking... <laughs> yeah, movie.
1: I think they were like, let's get something from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, so, Chief Keith naturally. Um, Does this movie feel just dated?
2: Just like, it feels like someone who just... And it's weird because Eli Roth directed this. And I feel like... He wouldn't have made this
0: movie. It was like a horror. Director, I think he right? needed some money for it to fuel I feel, his next I mean, horror project. I feel like he needed
2: money, yeah. I yeah. feel like this whole project was because they were like, hey, we need someone to direct it. He's like, I'll direct yeah. it. Well, you direct but,
0: this
1: But I feel like it has. How this? much? As but part, I feel like it had exchange. none of his style or flair. Well, I don't I, I disagree. Really? Yeah, there's I, definitely some I, I do
0: have some notes on the datedness yeah. of this movie. I think, I think that
3: fits because it's a remake.
1: Yeah, I think this is very much in style with uh, Eli Roth. I think I could tell that he directed it. Especially like uh when you consider the the auto shop scene. Yeah. The auto shop scene that was um, the most grotesque scene in the film. Yeah, there's several scenes like that though, and but I, think I feel like that, that we great. didn't
2: get enough of that. I feel like I was expecting a lot uh, more. I
0: if I thought, the movie
3: would I have, have been like a bunch of that, I probably would have been laughing think, a lot. I yeah. think
1: I think there's an adequate amount. What about the guy that, like fell off the stair that fell off the stairs? Yeah, That was pretty funny. Like, sure, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of Eli Roth <laughs> shit. got like I got I got one. It's also a bad movie. So that's also Eli Roth shit.
0: All right, so there's one moment in the movie where or one segment in the movie. Where he goes to a, a gun shop to buy his first gun, and then the, the clerk is explaining like the process of buying a gun, what he needs to do. But then he realizes that I think he comes to the senses that he can't buy a gun they, because where if you buy a gun from a place, they can track it back to you if you use it in a crime. Hmm. So in the next scene, the very next scene, a gun literally falls <laughs> on his the, lap. Yeah. Literally. What do you know? Like it, it, there's no, there's no pacing or nothing after that scene. Yeah. Cuts to the next scene where a gun falls on him. And now he has an unmarked gun. It
1: was strange that no one else saw it, too. Yeah, like, like you didn't hear anything fall before?
0: Also, yeah, that... The thing is, when you... When they... I would assume when they bring somebody from a gunshot in... Yeah, that would check them. The,
1: the cops will check yeah. you because the, the cops are the first ones fell on the out scene. His pocket. They they check you for a weapon. Like it was
0: like some like Ridiculous. cell phone or wallet. Yeah. Like it's just like oh yeah oh, we the, forgot the, it. This movie thrives on conveniences. Yeah,
3: all all the, they had to do was write a scene of him purchasing a gun illegally.
0: Yeah,
3: I don't know why they didn't just do that. <laughs>
1: there's also there's also <laughs> the scene where he happens to run into the one of the guys that uh that broke into his house, mm-hmm. and know yeah, simply the fact that that happens that that happened is um. Just so fucking convenient for the pot, and it's so unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's so much circumstance in this movie that uh, that allows shit to keep moving forward.
3: Not, not to mention the whole payoff of the movie, the entire payoff for the ending is based off of a fucking TV commercial.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the the table. And what's with the two ball guys in every scene? Yeah, I couldn't st- help. <laughs> All right, so that's the shit that I, like I throughout could, the movie. I was like, I, who the fuck is Bruce Willis? <laughs> <laughs> that's why the whole, why that's whole time of the movie hate a
3: detective? Like it's so like hey he was in Breaking Bad he's done this
0: before let's yeah. get him in this that's so he's not fucking... a very good actor we, we, need, we fine, need two bald guys in this scene here I think
3: he's a good actor but it's just so dumb to have him play the same role
0: as Breaking you know it's funny Bad. I saw last year late last year I saw Book of Henry and he plays a, a detective bo- a detective yeah the same exact character talk about
1: pigeonholing yourself yeah, I've seen him he, which play is funny same uh, Book of Henry is
0: probably books. one of the worst films I've seen in my life and he's in it. Yeah. And
3: he's in this movie. He's in one of the greatest TV shows ever made.
0: It's cool. Yeah. Um, Alright, Shomo, you didn't jump in yet.
3: Yeah. yeah um, I will confess I campaigned to see this over Red Sparrow. I still stand by it. You were
0: the driving force behind
3: this. I am. We yeah, would not have seen would, this. I'll admit it, and I still stand by it. I don't know if I could do a, you know, the fucking brutal Russian accent for two hours. I don't think I could do it. And uh, I, I went into this hoping that it would it would bear some humorous fruit. Like I knew it was going to be bad. I knew mm-hmm. it was going to be bad. Obviously. Um, at the end, end of the day, I don't think it's as bad. Here's what I did. I, uh, said, what if I was a mouth breather? And then I, uh, I went into the movie with that attitude and, uh, it worked. And, uh, I think this movie is shit and it's, It didn't need to be made. But imagine if you weren't someone who watches movies all the time and you just go, like, to be entertained by the idea of a plot. Oh, if someone killed my my family, I'd love to go on a killing spree. So I feel like people, uh, this is like a superhero movie. And I brought up earlier that this movie uh, feels like it was written by a Trump supporter because, like, they kept... Pro-gun shit, man. No, not only that, they kept telling you, like I don't know if you get, you guys don't spend a lot of time on Facebook. I don't. And I you, left that. Place. I I've, I see the comment sections of everything. I know what these fuckers are thinking. I know everything. You're, about, you're in there, dude. I know everything about these Trump spores. You sound like Fuck. Trump yourself. I know everything. I, 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 I <laughs> I'm hesitant to say that because people who listen might align with Trump and voted for Trump. And I think I, that's their
0: biggest fan base.
3: I don't. I don't mean to offend you, um, but Chicago ain't really. That. I, I don't want to lose our little listeners that we have. Uh, <laughs> God damn, man! Speak
2: your mind, but
3: uh, all like, all right, Dud. The whole Chicago thing is like a scapegoat. Like Chicago, they ban guns, but it's it's ridden with gun violence. People are getting shot in the streets everywhere you go, and like they just kept beating that over the head, like on the radio shows. More dead. When when the killing stop? You know, like. They're so, like, obsessed with this whole, like, Chicago is a fucking, like, bullets flying everywhere. hmm And uh, it's not true. You could go to Chicago right now and walk around most places and not get shot. It's it, it just, it's such bullshit, you know? And uh, to me, they kept beating that over the head with, like, the radio show host. And I think, though, that the two radio show hosts were the best parts of the movie.
0: Sway and what's her name?
3: And, and the, no, the guy who was the contrarian to oh, sway yeah, yeah. he he sounds like alex jones mm-hmm. yeah. i'm assuming he's somebody in chicago
1: yeah he's like a new york or a chicago uh, radio DJ
3: yeah i'm assuming i don't know anything about chicago i've
1: been I think there he's once. like Mazzy or something in the morning or some shit like yeah, that.
3: yeah and he's like uh he's kind of like i've been wanting someone like the grim reaper to come out for years and then you got sway being the voice of reason saying yeah i think it's a bad idea to to you know it's a slippery slope yada 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 and I think that was the best arc of the movie. I mean, the rest of the movie is pretty shit, though. I mean, yeah, uh, it's it's weird that Bruce Willis is like, well, this is the role for me, I guess, and uh, he just does it. And uh, but overall, I can't say that I was bored. I'm gonna, uh, I'll admit
1: that. I wasn't bored at any point, but I was wishing that it would end.
3: Sure, but like that feeling that I get in movies like Winchester, I didn't get here. So I automatically upgrade this to a better movie than Winchester. The
2: thing mm. is, I w- was f- trying to force myself to go to sleep. At one point, well, I that's, literally that's literally, just ignorant. I, mean, I why, was just like, I was just like, I can't do this. Like, I really just can't right now. And I was like hoping just to fall asleep, and I couldn't. I just couldn't. Mm. It was My girlfriend bad. came
3: with me. I told her, I won't be offended right now if you go see Annihilation while I see this. I think you should see Annihilation, mm-hmm. and then just. We'll meet up after the movie, you know. Like I didn't care, but she stuck through it. Um, she should have saw Annihilation. She should have saw Annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> <She should> have. <laughs> I uh, I did. Uh, you know, it's whatever. This movie's just fucking whatever. I don't think we should talk much about. It. I think we should move into the
0: next segment. Damn, you ready to give up already? Some...
3: I I think it's clear that this was a bad week for movies. Okay, I will say a couple things. There's some and then shit in this movie that I cannot abide.
0: I usually don't. I never usually say this about films. I never say that we did not need this movie or why was this movie made. But this movie, uh, we didn't need. I felt like, like I was telling Steve, I felt like Paramount had like a Rolodex of like things that were once successful for them. And we spun it and just picked this movie. Yeah. And they're like, okay, what's a a director that we can afford right now? And then remake this movie and and like, as they call it, reimagine it. Which is pretty
1: funny because... And then they went through like a list of names and then somebody yeah. was like, Eli
0: Roth? Yeah. <laughs> <Anyone>? <laughs> yeah. He Who's that? Either? And they're like, you know what? Since it is a reimagined, re- Charles Bronson, he had a lush set of hair. And they reimagined this guy, completely bald. <laughs> like, it looks like a cancer patient. Yeah. Oh. And it's, it's weird because the Wait, first movie... Wait, cancer? No. I don't know. The first movie is very, very dark. There's I think a, he did, there's yeah, he a, gotcha. there's a brutal, brutal uh, rape scene in the first uh, film with um, what's his name? I'm drawing the blank. Um, from uh, Jurassic Park. Two. Uh,
1: uh, Jurassic Park two. Uh, yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff, Jeff Gold- Gold- Goldblum. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's in Jurassic Park one, one and two, two. Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, he there, he plays the criminal. He plays the killer, home invader, rapist in that movie. And really? That, yeah. I gotta see that, that's, like, yeah. that's like his yeah. first uh appearance on in film really? I I he plays kind it, of like sorry. this flamboyant type of uh criminal it's pretty funny um yeah so that one's very different it's very dark it's noir it's more of like a crime thriller and it's not half bad i'm not a fan of it i'm not a fan of it merely because like the claim that it gets of like being like this like a uh, cult action crime film from like the 70s or whatever but uh, this one is w- way worse, of course. If we didn't have did, uh, Death Wish, will we have Bronson? Did uh, Br- Bronson also had some other stuff on his belt before that? Um, Once upon a time in the West.
3: No, no, I'm talking. Would Bronson, Tom Hardy's character, name himself after Charles Bronson? Oh, you're talking about that. If we nope. never had Death
0: Wish, <laughs> probably not. See, it's well, silver linings. Yeah, I suppose.
1: Um, so was Charles Bronson's character a doctor in that movie?
0: No, I think he was an architect. Uh, yeah, they changed his career and everything in this one. Um, so but yeah, how did, this how did one he
3: uh stitches his own
0: wounds then. I don't think he had wounds. I think I think in the first scene like he gets his ass kicked, but he didn't get shot or anything like that. And uh that one kind of plays more of like a mystery thriller where he's trying to like actually go from place to place and uncover clues and also, you know, killing people, shooting people left and right. Uh this movie like we were talking about before how it doesn't really retain any Eli Roth style, but I think it does in a way. Because Eli Roth is known for like uh having like an outdated style of directing. Like he uses like practical effects where like most people won't. And it also has like an a very specific crowd that it's trying to present to. And I think it's like dad crowd, in my opinion.
2: Dad dad film?
0: Yeah. And I don't think this movie can appeal to anybody. This
1: movie
3: could appeal to dads, I think.
0: I think it is. I think it does. I think my dad would smile the I whole mean, way through.
1: There's a there's a lot in this about uh, being the protector and being a father and protecting your family. I also, think shit.
3: there's some testosterone involved there too. Mm-hmm.
1: Some male masculinity issues too.
3: Yeah, just like you know, toxic. You touch my daughter, I kill. I kill everyone. Toxic you know?
1: masculinity.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's all I gotta say. Was not a fan. Um, would probably never see this in my life again, <laughs> ever. I guess. Yeah. But uh, that's all I guess. Anybody else want to? Anything good? Um, I laughed a couple
3: times. I laughed at the carjack scene. I, I laughed. Like, I laughed a couple times. I don't think times, I was I supposed to laugh there, but um, uh, I think overall, I don't know. I wasn't bored, and that's important to me. Mm-hmm.
2: I was.
0: I lost. I, this shit was way too long. Um, we were watching this before the computer magic show. and I couldn't wait to get out. Yeah. Yeah. I, was like, I wasn't
1: necessarily like, bored, but I wanted to wrap up really quickly.
0: Yeah,
2: I was like, it's like I this movie's know. way too long for its own good. It's just hurting it. The longer it went, it was like yeah. getting worse. I don't think it was that
1: long. Yeah. I think it was just bad. <laughs> but when bad things are bad, I, I want to hear your guys' long. star
3: reviews because I think mine's controversial.
0: Okay, go for it, Steve. Drop it. Oh, uh, we're
2: doing scores now.
0: Might as well.
3: So we
2: should. I was like, lost track of what we're doing. Um, uh, I guess I'll give it like, uh, I guess it's just like one,
0: maybe. Okay.
2: No, maybe half star. Jesus. It wasn't good. Controversy is coming up soon. Yeah, I know. You're going to give it a three star. I know exactly what you're going to
0: do. Sean? I'm going to give it a solid two.
3: Oh, that was my controversy. No. I was going to give it a two. I thought that was going to be crazy high compared to the rest of you. Two stars for me, too. Just, I guess that extra star, dude, because when I'm in movies and, like, I'm so dreadfully bored that I want to, like, punch something, that is bad. And this movie didn't do that, so default it gets an extra star. But dude, Winchester, I almost fucking I smashed my fist into the ground like I I couldn't. Oh, s- Hulk, mad dude, I couldn't. So fucking
0: you gave bear. this a two as well? Yeah. Okay, Harvey, Harvey.
1: Uh, I would give it a one and a half. Okay, man, you guys love That's this shit. Hide, do you think, Harvey? One and a half. You guys <laughs> I love this so. shit. I just gave fucking a zombie movie about zombies raping people one and a half. So, no. <laughs> and when you're
3: looking
2: at it in that scale, I mean, it's all even, right?
3: Well, this is a, it's a dry week, but we got Oscar predictions coming soon. So, I mean, yeah. we'll make up for it with that. But uh, what do we got next week? I, I'm uh, honestly. I lost. got a list
0: right here. We got A Wrinkle in Time. Ugh. We got The Strangers, Pray at Night, the Ugh. sequel. And we got a movie that I've been looking forward to forever uh, Anton Yelchin's last film. Rest in peace, Thoroughbred, thoroughbreds.
1: Right. Let's go see thoroughbreds, right.
0: and we also got that uh, nice, cute old white people movie. Uh, oh, the Leisure Seeker
1: is that the one with uh, Helen Mirren? Yeah, yeah. I, can, I I wouldn't mind seeing that. I, I think that'll be. I a like cool RVs, so
0: yeah. I mean, it reminds me of About Schmidt, so yeah. yeah. I so like my my pick respect. is uh, thoroughbreds and Leisure yeah, Seeker. We probably should
1: pay respect to Anton.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a treasure. Let's uh let's go with thoroughbreds. Anyone j- objects? Wait a sec. What's that?
3: What about Gringo?
0: Isn't that this week? I, I Is that know. a uh, Amazon release? Oh, it's the movie, the Joel Erickson movie, Charlie yeah. Stern.
1: I'm yeah. I'm actually on the fence about that. I feel like it could be good. I think it'll be bad, but I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I already I I know exactly. I think what for it's comedic be. purposes,
3: we should seek out the Hurricane Heist. Dude, that looks bad. Hurricane, <laughs> but it, lo- it looks like Sharknado
0: bad. Yeah, I don't know.
1: What's Hurricane Heist?
3: People, like, plan a heist during a hurricane or some shit. Okay. Thoroughbreds
0: is only 90 minutes. That's not bad. Ooh, that's a nice... Yeah, a nice. nice watch.
1: Nice, tight, tight time. <sighs> yeah, it's a limited release.
3: You know, we'll For we'll the sake of cinema, it. I'd, I'd want to see and it. Hop
1: in there, get my eyes wet a little bit, and then hop back out. I would say
3: that's the best pick. It's not It's what? not a Thoroughbreds, Red? Uh, but it's not like a, a, a wide release. release.
0: Yeah, you, you'd be surprised. Some of her highest hits are indie films that didn't have a wider release. Interesting. I'm From the director okay of
2: The Fast and the Furious, The Hurricane Heights. Is this what happens when you make a Fast and Furious movie? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> didn't
0: you do like one of the worst ones? Or the first one? Uh, yeah, I think they all have the different Fast directors. And the Furious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, what are we going with? The, the first one is definitely Gringo, the worst
3: or? one. You take that back.
2: You think the first Fast and Furious is the worst one? No, no. I think that's the best one. That's the one I enjoy. I said
3: it was the worst the one. The best one is Tokyo Drift. The know. worst one is like four, I think. Fast and Furious. That's hands <laughs> so down, the dumb. worst one. Um, let's, uh, I guess, Thoroughbreds. I'm kind of skeptical, but I, I won't uh, fight um, it. Um,
0: skeptical in terms of that it doesn't look
3: good? No, no, uh, I think it looks good, but I, I just... I was just theater thinking... Theaters and Showtime? I just think Gringo's a wide release, but I'm not sure. I don't think
1: Gringo's a wide release. I, it's showing up on mine. I think it's an, an Amazon release. Mm. I don't know about... Yeah. The
3: fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but, you know, I guess I picked Death Wish, so I don't really have much of a say.
0: Okay. Yeah, you're <laughs> out, man. Uh, maybe if, if Gringo's we're there. We're watching Therabrits. Okay. All right, cool. Let's move on then. <laughs> so, do we have a setup here? So, we're going to do some Austria predictions, and we we play with the idea of having, like, if the winner, whoever has the most tallied uh, wins. Gets to be out of the game or some shit like that, or did Harvey switch? It oh, no, it was
3: it was even crazier than that. It was uh, the winner, whoever has the most uh, wins, gets to sign each and every other host. Oh, a movie, but when for though next, for next week for next week, yeah. like you guys like a, a mass. Oh, so next assigned. week when
0: we come back with the results, mm-hmm. that winner gets to sign. That's brutal. I mean,
3: we'll toy with it for now, but I guess. Um, I have like the
0: list and everything. I got yeah. it all prepared.
1: Yeah, so I guess the best format would be for us to go through each category and um, say our, start say our picks. Okay, So, is somebody
0: going to mark this down, or we just going to go by ear, literally, and re-listen to it. Uh, yeah, I'll I'm, I'm re-listen to okay, it. Okay. So, yeah, Steve yeah. will make a chart. Yeah, I'll yeah. make yeah. a chart. Um, so, so uh, I guess uh, we we'll we go start run from the, table. the bottom.
3: Yeah, and um, and then probably uh, I mean, do we need a mediator here?
0: Okay. So I'll uh. So do you want to do like the. You mean like the Sorry, best the bottom, shorts? Like visual, the spec- best- visual effects? Let's, you know? let's just pick our... I'll start it off there. Yeah, let's just pick I would
3: skip shorts and documentaries.
1: Hold on. So we're picking what we w- believe should win and what we think will I win. I think now, the
3: predictions are most important. So just prediction. I, just I, prediction. I decided... I on uh,
0: I saying think what, what I should simpler, win. Just what yeah, let's win. just do
1: predictions, yeah. uh, but these do not necessarily reflect our uh, beliefs on what should win. And these even, uh, I'm going to break the rules. I, I, some, of my,
0: some of my picks are going to be things that I haven't even seen, but just from like, uh, experience yeah. and what I know about the from category. From clout. Yeah.
1: Um, what are you saying you're going to break the rules? I'm going to briefly
3: mention what I think should win. Well, then maybe we you, should do that like, then. Yeah, I, I think we should. Sure, why not? I, so I'm not going to spend it. So, like I'm not going. So go I guess
0: what we think win doesn't matter. Then It's just for our sake to get it out there. Yeah,
3: it's At my all. personal opinion. This should win, but the Academy is this, so this should.
0: Okay, win. Okay, so cool. I actually think that we should also do every category just for the sake of having more numbers in terms of like who got the most. Yeah, one. I don't I think. know shit about the shorts. Doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, so because uh. I haven't seen all the best pictures either, so so I'll go first, or I'll say the first category Sorry and go through the, the list. Yeah, start right. from the We got best visual effects. We got Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Kong Skull Island. Jesus, I didn't even know that. <laughs> Star Wars: The Last Jedi and War for the Planet of the Apes. So, Steve, Blade Runner, Blade Runner. Yeah. Okay, that's your pick. What's well, gonna win? Blade Runner. And both of us, your your pick. Your Blade
2: Runner for both. You. Yeah, you hope and you believe it's gonna win. I'm just picking one, and it's Blade Runner.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna go for the win. War for the Planet of the Apes, and. What I believe might they these mofocus might fucking pick is uh, Star Wars.
3: So that's your prediction of Star Wars?
0: No, I, I know Warfare Planet of the Apes is going to win. Oh. Yeah.
3: Wait, you're doing
0: secondary predictions? Isn't that what we're doing? What do you think? No, you I win?
3: was saying what I believe in my heart should win versus what I think going to win. That's what I said. I think yeah, that th- Star Wars will win, thinks- but
0: I, I want... War for the Plan of the Apes to win. Oh, you, yeah.
3: you, you said. Oh, uh, I misspoke you, then. Yeah, you yeah. said war will win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay,
0: okay. But yeah, I want warfare for Plan of the Apes to win.
3: Okay. I'm on board with that, kind of. Well, no, not really. I kind of want Blade Runner but to win. But I think win.
0: Star Wars is going to win.
1: Less discussion, more yeah, uh, picks. Yeah, I, I want Blade Runner We got Runner a lot to go through. We got
0: a lot going
3: through. I want Blade Runner to win, but I think Star Wars might win. Okay. Uh, so my prediction is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Last Jedi.
0: Yes. So we both got Star Wars. Yeah.
1: Harvey? Yeah, I got the same one as Tom. I believe Blade Runner should win, but I believe Star Wars will win. Um, also, quick, if... Uh,
4: <laughs> you just <laughs> no, say no, no, keep
1: it quick. <laughs> and ask. No, oh, I'm, yeah, not gonna, I'm not going to talk about it. I just want to <laughs> say like... Uh, there's like uh, videos on YouTube of um, like the visual effects being done for a uh, Blade Runner, and the I breakdowns? think if, yeah, I think if people haven't seen them, they should definitely watch them because um, you would think that it's all like CGI, but they like built models of these uh, towns and or these these cities, and I think it's fucking amazing. People should watch it,
0: mm-hmm. dude. What if Kong won?
1: Yeah, that'd be crazy. I don't see how that could possibly. <laughs> I'm going to buy either. a new TV. All right, I don't cool. see how it was nominated.
0: All right, next category: best film editing. We got a Baby Driver.
1: I right, my next wait, category: you is see, costume did you, design. Wait. You skipped. You skipped.
0: Oh, I thought you right? list. No, I'm going off a different list, but it's still like the bottom, though. The way. Mine is okay, I'll, I'll I'll move around. According okay. To what is it? Best film editing. Um, Unless you guys want to go from just like best costume, then best cinematography. We can do film editing. Okay, no, it's no, fine. I'll, all right, I'll I'll best adjust. best editing. We got Baby Driver, Dunkirk, I Tonya, Shape of Water, and Three Billboards. I Steve, say Dunkirk. You think Dunkirk? For both. For both. <laughs> Just for both, right? You're, you're playing safe. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um. You're better off picking two because you're like at least you have the pride of saying, well, you know. Yeah,
2: fuck pride. <laughs> <All
0: right. laughs> I think Dunkirk will win best editing, but I think yeah, actually, with this one I'll go both too. Yeah, I would agree with myself.
3: Um, you guys haven't seen I Tanya? I kind of think it should win. Because I do remember it being very well edited. it yeah, was very well edited. Um, but
0: at the same time, it's fucking Dunkirk. Is I think with piece. the because of that time dilation effect. Yeah, I think that's why it might win. Yeah,
3: so my prediction is Dunkirk, but in my I have a heart, a place in my heart. Sorry, okay uh, for Tanya for winning that.
0: All right, cool, Harvey.
1: I believe um, Dunkirk should win. Um, I believe Shape of Water will win. Ew.
0: Yeah. All right. No. Next uh, next one from, uh, I guess, best costume design. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, Darkest Hour, Phantom Thread, Shape of Water, and Victoria and Abdul, hmm. which I have no idea what the fuck no, that is. I do. Oh, I
3: saw gosh. trailers at Angelica a lot, but
2: none of us saw it. Steve? Right. Uh, I'm, it's it's going to be Phantom Thread or Shape of Water.
0: So which is which? You have to have one prediction. Which, what do you think the Academy will pick?
2: Academy is definitely going to pick Shape of Water, but I feel like Phantom Thread should win.
0: Okay. Uh, I think the Academy is going to pick Phantom Thread, and I think um, Phantom Thread should win as well. So, hmm. yeah.
3: You know what, though? I'm actually going both Shape of Water. I didn't pick Shape of Water for much because I definitely thought that movie was just okay. Um, but I do think it should win maybe costume design. And, uh, but it, it depends. Like, Do they count the creature as a costume? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, there then, was there was a costume. I don't
0: know. Den- I don't, I don't Den-
1: know. I Den- think that's that's special effects, right? That's a, but it's not no, nominated. That's, that's, that's
2: costumes. Effects. That's uh, costume. Yeah,
0: it's the, costume. It, it, I think I that's because that's a, why, that's, a, yeah. that's a
1: body. That's a that's a body. All right. Like I'll go. Suit. I'm predicting. I don't um, agree. Maybe but I
0: think that's why they're getting. nominated. think that. I think that, I think that would be design. under visual effects. Yeah, I
3: agree with you, but it wasn't. It wasn't nominated. So I'm going to go with Shape of Water for both.
0: Okay, Harvey.
1: Um, Phantom Thread for both.
0: All right, cool. So we got best makeup and hairstyling, Darkest Hour, Victoria Abdul, and Wonder.
1: Darkest Hour.
2: You haven't seen it? I haven't seen it, but I mean, they, I was listening to an interview. Apparently, they pulled this guy out of retirement who's done like costuming for yeah. years for like some big films. Okay. They pulled him out of retirement just to do this movie. What do you think, Sean? So I'm pretty I'm sure. Go Darkest with Darkest Hour. hour. I and honestly think Darkest Hour is going to be a landslide.
3: Yeah, I think okay, for so both yeah. as well. I, I picked yeah. both. Uh-huh. Like if you I, look I, at the I photos... Hope, of, I watched, I watched the show last night. It, it looks it, seamless.
0: Okay. Harvey, you picked the same?
1: Yeah, Darkest Hour for
0: both. All right, cool. So we got best cinematography. Blade Runner 2049, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, and The Shape of Water. Steve.
2: Uh, it's... Fuck, man. That's a hard choice. I mean, I, Fuck. Oh, man. Damn, it's like between Dunkirk and Blade Runner. Yeah, always. And uh it's like stupid, like <laughs> I don't know which one to choose. Yeah. Uh can I just have those as an option? Nope. How would we one, know if you won? <laughs> I mean you don't. You have to have a <laughs> yeah.
3: you have to have a solid pick for your prediction.
2: Alright, right? then we can do all right, you know, I'm just gonna stick I'm gonna stick by my guns, Dunkirk. <laughs> Okay. for you think uh, win. it's going to win but blade runner is like, win. personal
0: oh, okay okay yeah. uh best uh, cinematography is going to go to dunkirk i think the academy will pick that but uh i think blade runner had better um framing hmm
3: uh i'm a little bit of a contrarian here i think dunkirk w- should win and i think overall like to me the achievement of like being able to to do all that shit with imax cameras like how the fuck? But I think they might give it to Blade Runner, Roger Deakins, because I think Roger Deakins is getting old, and I feel like they're all right, we got to give him one now. Okay. So I, my prediction is Blade Runner, but I want Dunkirk to win.
0: Hoyt Van Hoytema.
3: Yeah, it's a stupid name. <laughs> yeah. It's me. My name being Thomas Van Thomason or some, Thompson or something. <laughs> Harvey, what do
1: you got? <laughs> um, I believe Dunkirk should win. And um I think that Dunkirk will win.
0: Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Best production design. Beauty and the Beast, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk and the Shape of Water. Steve. Shape of Water. Best production? Yeah. And is
3: that, is that what you feel in your heart?
2: heart? Yeah, for both. Okay. I know for a fact. Like I just I just smell it in the air.
0: <sighs> I think Shape of Water for both, I would agree.
2: Shape of Water
3: I feel
0: like that film, that's in this category just to win. I actually, that was
3: like, if you go back and listen to my review, that was like one of the things I loved about that movie. So I'm picking that for
1: both. My heart
0: and my prediction.
1: Harvey. Shape of Water as well for both.
0: Damn. All right. Best sound mixing.
2: Oh, you know, since I'm such an audiophile, I'm going to go in first. (laughs) It's
3: (laughs) annoying (laughs) that sound mixing and sound editing are different categories. Yeah. Because some people don't really know what the difference is. I do, but a lot of people don't.
0: Okay, we got a baby driver, Blade Runner, Dunkirk, Shape of Water, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, Steve. I'm
2: just like what? What is the
0: thing? It's sound, sound mixing. mixing. Sound mixing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would say, uh, I honestly, I honestly think Dunkirk is going to take it.
0: You think it's going to take it? Do for you both, want that to win?
2: Yeah, for both, it's going to win.
0: Okay, so I'm going to say, really I would like. Dunkirk to win, but I think Star is gonna get. Uh, mm. I think Star is gonna get picked. Yeah, that's not that's category. not a bad assumption either. Yeah, I I think for mixing, Star Wars had a ton of sound mixing in it, and it was
3: pretty good. I get, yeah, you're right. It's surprising that's actually nominated. It was that good. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think I'm gonna go Dunkirk for uh for both. I think it should win, and I think it probably will. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think every it should win every sound category. Spoiler alert. All right, Harvey.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm t- I'm I'm honestly torn on this. It's probably going to be my, the most difficult one. And sound editing. Um Fuck. You could do it, bro. You could do it. And The winner is I say my uh, mixtape. <laughs> my mixtape. This is a hard one. I would say Fuck Dunkirk will win i think dunkirk will win
0: what do you want though um what do you think deserves it
1: i don't know like i guess that's irrelevant um yeah, that's, that's not
0: irrelevant i want to know what your, your heart
1: I, I don't know i would say between blade runner or dunkirk
0: okay all right best sound editing baby driver why is Baby driving in so many nominations? Yeah, I'm just realizing this. It's a Good question. Baby Driver, Blade Runner, Twenty Forty Nine, Dunkirk, Shape of Water, and Star Wars.
3: Basically the same lineup. Yeah. <laughs> this is why this is confusing. Uh, categories.
0: I, I okay, Steve, you go.
2: Uh, I don't fucking know, man. Uh, it's, what was the, the sound editing? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm not too familiar. Now I don't know if I can really pick one, just because I can't remember anything. From all these fucking movies, <laughs> that's good. Uh, I would say honestly, that's the reason I chose Dunkirk or like Blade Runner, just because they were like that, rememberable uh, in terms of like sound design and everything. I would say, I would say Dunkirk for both. I okay. feel like it's an easy choice. It feel like it's a safe choice. Not gonna lie.
0: I think for editing, I think Dunkirk will win, and I think it will deserve it.
3: Um, I'm not gonna front. I, I, some, a part of me thinks, uh, Blade Runner might win.
0: Uh, maybe.
3: So I'm going to put Blade Runner down, but I, I think Dunkirk should win. So Blade Runner is my,
1: my pick. Is your choice. Yeah.
0: All right, Harvey. I, okay, a sauce
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, Blade Runner for both.
0: Going to win and will win. Yeah. Um, best original song. I don't know. Mighty River from Mudbound. Mystery of Love. Call me by your name. Remember me from Coco, stand up for something, Marshall, and this is me from The Greatest Showman. Well, I haven't this seen is gonna be a blind two, blind pick for me. So, think uh, I see. think
2: call call me by your name, mystery of love. Uh, that's Stevens. what I want. That's yeah, what I that's want. a good song, uh, but I feel like they're gonna pick a safe choice, which is Coco. Remember me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't think they're gonna give Coco. Well, I feel like it's a safe choice. <laughs> it's like a safe.
0: It's a safe bet. Okay. I think I would like uh, Mystery of Love because I think that's a really good song by Call, for Call Me By Your Name. Should win, but I think the Academy is going to pick This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. Damn.
3: That's what I was going to say.
0: Because the Academy loves fucking movies and songs. Dude, like I was
3: going to say that too. Um, I'm torn though. I think they might pick Call Me By Your Name, but uh, overall, I, my, I'm i leaning towards them picking the musical. Yeah, it makes sense. So I'm going yeah. Greatest Showman as well. No, but that makes sense. It I haven't seen sense. the movie, so I don't know. I, I would assume...
0: It's getting it nominated for a reason. Yeah,
3: I think The Calling By Your Name is like a more listenable song. Yeah, Whether I
0: it, like it, Stephen Stevens too. He's really good. Yeah, exactly.
1: Harvey? Um, I think uh, Mystery of Love is going to win.
0: Okay. I believe it should win as well. Um, Best original score, Dunkirk. Old Zimmer, we got Phantom Thread, Johnny Greenwald, and we got Shape of Water. I don't know who that is. Star Wars: The Last Jedi, John Williams, Three Billboards, with Carter Burwell. What are you saying, Steve? I think
2: I think uh, my personal I, I I fell in love with the score throughout Phantom Thread. That was amazing. But I think Dunkirk is going to win.
0: Old Hans, um, I think. Uh, Johnny Greenwald should win. I think he deserves a, a nomi- or an award. Absolutely. He's incredible. But I think they might go with Hans on this one. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. How many times has Hans won? I don't know. All right. I think they might go Phantom Thread.
0: Which is weird because and Hans might, Zimmer
3: did a lot of... Um, I don't think the score particularly sticks out as much as the, the sound editing and mixing in Dunkirk. So I don't know. Maybe I I might go with uh, the Phantom Thread as both my picks. I think it probably should win, and I think it might win.
0: Okay, Harvey?
1: I'm going Phantom Thread as well for both of them. Uh, yeah, Johnny Greenwood's uh, score was pretty amazing. It's most memorable for me too.
0: Mm-hmm. Surprise! Uh, surprise! Uh, Blade Runner is not there for Hans as well.
1: Yeah, that's actually.
0: That's an amazing score. Maybe
3: because it's derived Maybe. of the original score.
0: I think it's because there was controversy. Two people did it. Mm, he right. came in halfway right. through and fixed it. Apparently, um, best documentary short subject. I don't know. Do I know? It was like
1: a um, toss up.
0: Yeah, Edith and Edith and Eddie. Heaven is traffic. Heavy, Heaven is a traffic jam on the four hundred five. Heroines heroin, knife skills. Traffic sh- stop. I don't know. So are we know. gonna pick? Any are,
2: we,
1: of these. are we gonna pick? I N- haven't seen none any of us have seen any of these. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think we should pick. I think it. I've seen heroin.
3: I think heroin is gonna win only because I've seen it more. Yeah. Around.
0: <laughs> All right. Fuck it. Everybody's picking that. Right. This seems like an no, easy free, choice. This is
3: like the freebie point on the yeah. bingo card, except it might not be right. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'll
0: know. go with the crowd on this one. Really? <laughs> I don't know any of these. What, what are you really guys picking? though? we need it for the score chart. Uh, that one, heroin.
2: I'll go heroin too. I don't think we should even choose if none of us seen. That's it. That's a freebie, bro. Yeah, that's a freebie anyway. Okay, then. Well, shit. If everyone's getting point knife skills, well, you, we either it's all a freebie or a loss. I'm choosing knife skills. I don't want to be against the grain.
3: You right. even know what
0: that is?
2: Uh, yeah,
3: I actually do. Oh. Steve wins. This is gonna be
0: upsetting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, best documentary feature: Abacus Faces Places, Icarus, Last Men in uh Alapio. Aleppo, Aleppo, Aleppo. Aleppo. <laughs> I love you. Huh? Strong Island. I've uh, only seen three of these. I think Icarus is going to win. I There's haven't a, seen I've it. I've actually
3: seen none, but I, I've heard so much talk about all of them.
2: I think, uh, what did you pick, Steve? I think Icarus is going to win. I haven't seen any of these, but I'm pretty sure Icarus. Oh. I've heard like, so much shit about really? it.
0: Really? Icarus is good. But I, I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about Faces Places, mm-hmm, so I'm going to go too. with that.
3: I'm with Sean. I can't pick a, a like one that I believe should win because I didn't see any of them. But uh, Faces Places, from what I hear, is like Oscar documentary bait.
0: I would also say that about Strong Island too. I've seen Strong Island, but uh, I still think Faces Places is going to win.
2: All right, Sean, how are we doing? How far are we? Because I'm, I'm this is like a marathon right now.
0: We got about seven more to go. <laughs> Harvey, what you got for this?
1: I'll go with Strong Island.
0: Okay. All right, so we got Best Foreign Language Film. We got A Fantastic Woman from Chile, The Insult from Lebanon, Loveless from Russia, On Body and Soul, and we got The Square. I haven't seen any of these, but I'm just going to say The Square because I'm hearing phenomenal things. What's this uh, category? Uh, best Foreign Language. What are you saying, Harvey? Hold on. Let me um, locate. Oh, wait. I didn't go. So what are you saying, Steve? The Square. The Square um i'm gonna say the square will win but i think loveless was incredible uh i haven't seen i've seen fantastic woman that should not win at all and on body and sold um i haven't seen that i know that's a netflix one that shomo talked about but i think the square will win but loveless is is really good
3: uh my next yeah, um, best foreign language. I yeah, I saw on Body and Soul, but there's no way that's a contender. Yeah, I well, feel the same about Fantastic obviously. Woman, but it might win. You Who know knows? what, though, I didn't see Fantastic Woman, but um, some about the square tells me it might not win. I, I think it probably should if I if I've seen all of them, it, it looks closer to what I'm into. But I think you Fant- would. I think
0: you'd like Loveless too. It's yeah. kind of like the shot. Yeah, I saw. I it. think uh, Fantastic Woman might win. I don't being, I, normally I'm I would pl- agree with you because of the subject matter, The but,
3: politically motivated. But you saw. But
0: the movie p- is so goofy that I don't think they'll like it. Like it, uh, it seems too whimsical for the Academy.
3: Well, we'll see. I, like I'll you, stick by it. You that. would
0: think about. You would think that it's like a hardcore drama or like a very good exploit on this type of uh, subject matter, but it's not at all. Hmm. I'm gonna go. When I the hear square. the square is goofy yeah. too, though. Yeah, but it it won, like, everything at cons and shit, so it's on a good track, I think.
3: You're right. I, I could be failing here, but I'll stick by my pick.
0: All right, cool. So we got Best Animated Feature. We got The Boss Baby, <laughs> Breadwinner, Coco, Ferdinand, and Loving Vincent, which I uh, was dying to see, but I haven't seen it. Uh,
2: Steve? I mean, I feel like I just have to pick the one that I've seen, which is Coco, but I think Loving Vincent seems like something that should win or is going to win.
0: Okay, uh, I'm gonna say Coco will win, and I think Boss Baby should win because that would be funny.
3: <laughs> I think Coco will win because um, it's not often that Pixar gets to do something so like inclusive. And I think they're gonna celebrate that or some shit. I don't know, but <laughs> some shit like that. I haven't that. seen Loving Vincent. It's it literally it feels stupid that that movie's up against a bunch of kids movies. Yeah, That's why I don't get this category. It shouldn't it shouldn't be this way. I don't think.
0: I don't know
1: either. do you think Loving Vincent should be able to be nominated for best picture? Uh,
0: maybe
3: they should do maybe they should just not do kids movies. I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure the solution to that, but it just doesn't make much sense.
1: It's just it's fucking bananas that Boss Baby was nominated. Exactly. For yeah, I yeah, mean, that's, why on, it, that's it,
0: crazy be because so they what? didn't have
3: enough animated features to pick from. So they're like, "Well, I guess mm-hmm. Boss Baby's the next one. They needed like five to fill the the Hole or something.
0: Yeah. What you got, Harvey?
1: Um, Coco.
0: What do you want to win? Boss Baby?
1: I mean, the only one I've seen is Coco. I, uh, I, I like Coco. So I'm, yeah, I I'm think Coco has
3: had some magic to it. I think it could win for its... It
0: has definitely magic.
3: Possibly. It for all the all Mexican right, so now kids out there. Ch-
0: ch- we're getting to the good shit now. Best Adapted Screenplay. Call Me By Your Name, The Disaster Artist, Logan, um, Molly's Game, and Mudbound. Steve. Let's uh, just
2: give me one second. Best adapted screenplay. This one is easy. It's you know what I feel like. I feel like, I feel, man, this is tricky.
0: Really? Yeah. This is t- They're gonna they're gonna get tough. I think.
2: Yeah, I think I think. Call me, I want Call Me by Your Name just because I love this fucking movie. It's so fucking good. I but Thought I, you were gonna say Logan. But uh, Molly's game, I feel like people are in love with Sorkin and everything he does. I feel like this is something that he might end up winning.
3: But he's also, like, had enough wins, writing credits. To, uh-huh. I don't know.
2: All so, right. Oh, you sorry. know, so this, I think this one's going to be a surprise for everyone. Could be.
0: Um, so so you're putting
3: Molly's game as your prediction?
2: Yeah, I feel like Molly's, just because it's Sorkin, but then
0: I feel like, but I, I personally feel like, call me about your name. hmm Yeah. Um... I think Call Me By Your Name should win. I think it's a good a- adaptation from what uh, people are saying. But I think Mudbound's going to win. I think they're going to pick Mudbound.
3: Has anybody here
0: seen Mudbound? I saw 30 minutes of NFL sleep. No.
3: Uh, if that wins, I'll be upset. I'm going Call Me By Your Name for both. I think it should, and I think it might. Probably mm-hmm. will. I okay. do. Right. I do. Stand by
1: that. I'll go with uh, Call Me By Your Name. Um have you seen that yet? I haven't seen it, hmm. but um, I don't feel that Logan. The ones that I have seen are Logan and the Disaster Artist, and I don't feel that those are Oscar worthy, if I'm honest. Um, okay. Not for adapted screenplay.
0: All right. Best original screenplay. The Big Sick. Fuck out of here. Get Out. Come on now. Uh, get Out, Lady Bird, Shape of Water, and Three Billboards. I'm going to say Get Out. And should win or will yeah, win
2: both? I think honestly, it doesn't make sense for them not to pick it. I think it's like one of the hmm. more interesting films that come out of 2017. Uh, I think I think it deserves and it should win.
3: Okay.
0: Um, I think Lady Bird will win Best, and I think Lady Bird probably deserves it. Okay. I think Greta will get a screen uh, Oscar for this movie.
3: I'm a mix between the two of you. I think Get Out should do it; should win, yeah, because of its great originality, hence the the title, original screenplay. Uh, but I have a feeling they're going to give it to Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. So my prediction is Lady Bird got him.
4: All right, Harvey.
1: Um, we all know what you're going to choose. No, mine's the opposite of Shomo. I believe that Get Out will win. Um hmm. My pick would be Lady Bird though
3: wow wow that's what I said right? interesting oh. stuff
0: alright so best support and actress Mary J. Blige from Mudbound get the fuck out of here Allison Janney I, Tanya. <laughs> Leslie Manville Phantom Thread and Laurie Metcalf from Lady Bird oh, also Octavia Spencer Shape of Water um what Steve? You got
2: Steve I feel like since I've only seen uh two of these films I would say uh, Leslie Manville Phantom Thread. Really? You,
3: you've only seen... T-
2: Steve, y- you shouldn't even b- be participating. You're not a real moviegoer. Yeah, because I have a fucking work in real life. <laughs> we all do, all right? You should be <laughs> seeing movies, movies, movies like life. Lady Bird. Nah, man. I, I try to watch at least one movie a week.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I, I'm i pretty certain that um, Laurie Metcalf is going to get the Oscar. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, I think she, she probably deserves it.
3: You, um, you haven't seen Itania. <laughs> Thank you, Harvey. I'm going. I think the best supporting actress I've seen in a movie was Al- Allison Janney in uh, Itania. But I, I do agree. I think they might give it to Laurie Metcalf. So Laurie Metcalf, Lady Bird, is my prediction. But Allison Janney, goddamn, right, Harvey, back me up on this.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with Alice and Janie. I think uh, she will win, and I believe she definitely deserves it.
3: Ooh, this is a gamble for me. I think she might win too.
0: Okay, best supporting actor: Willem Dafoe, Woody Harrelson, Richard Jenkins, Christopher Plummer, and Sam Rockwell. Steve.
2: Uh, I definitely like Sam Rockwell in uh, Three Billboards Outside of Ebby, uh, Missouri. But uh, uh, I'm hearing such great things about Willem Dafoe in Florida Project, so I'm pretty sure. Sounds like sounds like I feel like I feel like he is like like amazing in that film.
3: You haven't and, seen the movie, huh?
2: No, but I feel like he. I don't know. It would be amazing if he won. So I'm you gonna need give to that, see this movie. Quit stalling. No, nah, I'll, I'll give it. will give it a year. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> you got a new fucking American. I money. would
0: say <laughs> I haven't seen the uh, two of these two of the other picks, but I would say hands down, Willem Dafoe should win for Florida Project. And should deserve it. I've
1: seen. Wait, all you of think them. he will win?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I feel like I've heard so I,
3: much. Honestly, great I I've seen all these. Yeah, I have too. Um, I think you've seen all the money. Wait, in the no, world? no, never mind. Yeah. I haven't seen all the money. Oh. You remember, oh, wait, you did. Yeah, I saw that piece of shit. Fucking fell asleep right through it, man. I <laughs> I fell asleep for ten minutes. Relax. Um, the fact that Christopher Plummer is up just means they're trying to stick with the Kevin Spacey. There's no reason he should be up. Um. I have a soft spot for Florida Project, and I love Willem Defoe in that. But full on, like performance-wise, I think Sam Rockwell should win, and I think he will win. So he's my pick for both.
0: Okay, Harvey.
1: Um, yeah, this is a tough one. Um, yeah, like I have a soft spot for Florida Project too. Even though I believe Sam Rockwell did um, a better job and three billboards. I believe Willem should win, because I just love Florida Project so much. But I think that Richard Jenkins will win for what? Sh- Shape of Water.
0: That's I, so That's weird, because I I don't understand how he got nominated for that that's role. That's Because his performance was nothing special, in my opinion. Uh, it just seemed he played it straight. I think he's gonna win. Mm, I think Sam Rock will win, but
3: uh, it was very hard for me I, to choose between... See. It's funny.
0: I said he played it straight, but in the movie, he's gay. Yeah, <laughs> But I mean straight in terms of, like, there's nothing special out of the ordinary or yeah. any method going on there. I mean... The *Shape of Water has
3: an astounding number of... Um, yeah.
1: I just don't see Sam Rockwell getting an Oscar, to be honest.
3: I don't know, man. His, his performance is mesmerizing.
1: Though. It was a good performance, yeah. I just don't see Sam you Rockwell watch getting that an Oscar. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, can never see him. Know, like I really know, can't yeah. see yeah. him I'll, on stage. I'll watch and that, like, and
0: I'll know. also watch Odd Tanya. I,
3: I can see him going on stage for this.
1: If he does, I hope he dances. That'd be awesome.
0: <laughs> What's next? All right, best actress. We got Sally Hawkins, Francis McDormand, Margot Robbie, Sorcee Ronan, and Meryl Streep. Steve?
2: Oh, uh, I think so I'm going to just going to obviously choose to the ones, my personal ones out of the three I've seen. I really would like Sally Hawkins to win. I think I think she was able to convey emotion being a mute like unlike a a movie we spoke about earlier where an actor did not do that at all (laughs) uh no i think i think she in my personal opinion i think she should win but i i'm hearing such great things about sorcery ronin and uh lady bird
0: Hmm. okay um, so i
2: feel like she's going to win
0: i think that francis mcdormand will win wow but i believe sorcery ronin should get it so Your
2: prediction is Frances
3: McDormand. Yeah, you haven't seen the movie.
0: No, but That's I know it, I know talk about this movie, and I know that people are praising her strong. You didn't see three billboards? I wasn't here.
3: I you didn't go back I and swore see it. You were here. No. That's a bold statement if you haven't seen it. Um,
0: Just because I, of what I know about the Oscars and what I've been hearing about her performance. You know, I think
1: did, Meryl Streep is a favorite pick. You
0: know, you know what's funny though? I think three, three skip her.
1: billboards does not
3: feel like an Oscar movie. It doesn't. Does it, the post? It, Yes. Fuck yeah. Three billboards seems against the grain. A little bit. But uh I would say uh for this pick I, I do wanna pick Margot Robbie because I think she did something really good here. Um just a little bit more than her. I liked uh Shorsha Ronan. And I think she should win for Ladybird. Okay. And I think she will. So double pick. But Margot Robbie is a full. Did force she get nominated for with.
0: Brooklyn as well? Yeah, she did right. Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn was good. Margot Mar-
3: Mar- Robbie is a force to be reckoned with, in I Tonya. I think she was really good in that.
0: Okay, Harvey.
1: Yeah, all of these are pretty damn good, except for the post. <laughs>
0: well, mail Streep.
1: But I feel like she it's, still has such a good chance. I think. I, like I think it, they, they
0: might. I think the Oscar might switch it up this year, man.
1: I, I think I they're ready to stop giving I think, I think
0: they don't want to be predictable anymore.
1: They've been berated just for years. Um, I would just say uh, And
0: Who do you want to win? Her as well? Both. Both. Okay. Saoirse. Same, same. Okay, best actor. Ooh. Timothy Chalamet, Daniel Day-Lewis, Daniel Kula, Gary Ullman, and Denzel Washington. Harvey. I mean, Steve. Uh, I would like... Uh, I feel so, like I feel
2: like Daniel Day Lewis is going to win, and he should win. But I would not want to like. Uh, I think this might be the toughest. one. But uh, Timothy Chalamet does such a great performance. But I feel like Daniel Day Lewis is able to embody a character like and make it his own, or make that person very real. So I think he's going to win, and I think he should win.
4: <sighs>
2: it's just those little things he does in the film that just like I, I feel like none of these actors. Wait, got a chance to really do for their character.
3: Timothy Chalamet.
2: No, Daniel, oh, Day-Lewis. Daniel yeah, Day-Lewis. Yeah, right. like it's just a little things, just like how the way he says things, the way he sits just mannerisms overall
3: That's throughout you know. the film.
0: Uh, I completely agree with you. I think Daniel Day-Lewis probably should win um, but I think they're going to give it to Gary Oldman.
3: Holy shit. I didn't think anybody was going to agree with me.
0: Oh, I didn't agree with you. I think I'm Daniel Day-Lewis. Lu- um, no, I'm saying Oscar.
3: like I didn't realize that Anybody would think that's because you guys haven't seen the darkest hour.
0: No, but I know the claim that it's getting. Yeah, I saw it, and I kind of
3: think because I was looking through his like history and stuff, I think they might give it to him. So my prediction is Gary Oldman, Mm -hmm. but my heart is Daniel Day Lewis. I mean, I don't think I've been more mesmerized out of all those choices.
2: It's it's always like it's interesting because he's just doing I don't I mean I haven't seen he's it just but it's incredible. He's, it's unfair is that he's like you know, it's, it's weird. like I feel like Gary Oldman's doing an imitation of a real person which people right. can do and that's the thing when it comes to acting is being a brand new that, person
3: Didn't they give that to like uh Eddie Redmayne for Theory of Everything or something? Yeah, I, like I mean they're I've they're never, mean. never seen Theory of Everything
2: I have. but but I'm just it's saying, it's a like, fine movie.
0: I mean, it's like it's a so beautiful f- mind, but yeah, it's good.
2: I'm not to say not to take anything away from an actor who can imitate someone, right. but when you make when you make a character of your own and be able to like embody his skin or just morph yourself into something, I think that's far more interesting.
3: Sure, but I also think the but ability, it's the Academy the yeah. ability to become someone else is also very impressive. And it I is. Think it's not. It. It's not like a. It's not Co- like a. Bad him thing. combined with like his, his does. Ability, does anybody
0: think it's strange to have Daniel Kalu as a pick? as best actor yeah yeah because I, I feel like this role could have been played by anybody in that in that sense no
3: no offense against him i like him a lot but the get out is a great movie for a lot of things and it's not really the performances it's
0: yeah i would say the same it's thing definitely it's the not way, the performance it's the writing that, yeah the writing yeah. the style and the humor um harvey
1: um you okay yeah this one's this one's hard <laughs> too i know these are getting pretty hard um I believe
0: this is
3: the second and the last one.
1: I think uh, Daniel Day-Lewis should win. Um, and he's just amazing in Phantom Thread. Um, I believe he will win, um, not only because his performance is incredible, but also because he says that he's retiring. So mm-hmm. my pick so, is logically Daniel Day-Lewis.
3: I thought about that, yeah. He's almost my pick. I can't wait to pay
0: these off tonight.
1: <laughs> Damn. So we got one more, right?
3: I kind of wish I went back on We that. got two oh, more. I'm sticking to Gary Oldman. All
0: right, we got Best Director. Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk. Um. Jordan Peele for Get Out. Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. Paul Thomas Anderson. Phantom Thread. And uh, Del Toro for Shape of Water.
1: I mean, you got to know he's going to win this. <laughs>
0: Steve.
2: Uh, I think... Uh, I think... I think dunkirk's going to win it's weird to say nolan but i think nolan is gonna win wow. uh, i don't know i feel like there's so much good options but i feel like as i personally want pta to win yeah yeah For but this i feel movie? like yeah i really i think this is the most accessible film out of all his yeah. library i've talked to multiple people who i think are huge the greatest
3: t- thing about pta is his non-accessibility inaccessibility inaccessibility but that's what i'm saying like in
2: terms of just like introducing to someone to like filmography i think it's like a perfect stepping stone and it's still a great film i guess
3: kind of feels like pta light to me i brought this up on the episode i still love that movie so
2: it's either like dunkirk or it's gonna be like shape of water i feel like that might win it but i feel like since the controversy of shape of water has been happening who knows what might happen tonight yeah we didn't talk nolan so nolan
0: yeah okay um I'm going to say Paul Tamerson, uh, Anderson is going to get it uh, in this category. And I think he will, deserves it. I think hmm. he's going to win it. Really? Yeah, I think he. they might give it to him this year. That's
1: interesting. Y'all. These are some interesting picks.
3: These are interesting picks. My pick is totally different. I want Nolan to win because his ability to direct that recreation of Dunkirk is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. I mean that's a stretch, but it's up there. Passion Project.
1: For for war movies, it's definitely it's some of the most amazing shit I've ever like
3: seen. I don't I I can't fathom directing that action. And uh and the fact that he was like the brain behind it
1: with, not, with no CGI.
3: Yeah, and he's not a studio like front. He yeah. he's the brain behind that. And I think he deserves it. But what if they give it to Greta Gerwig? God, that's crazy to think. But I, I might put her down as my prediction.
2: All right.
1: I don't think that's crazy at all. Um, that's what Harvey chose. I, yeah. I
3: to me, it's crazy because of I think Nolan's. Yeah,
2: ever I doing. think Nolan. Well, one, it's because you're going against a lot of titans. You're going yeah. against like a lot
1: of people. I think Nolan did some incredible shit. Um, I don't know for personal reasons and for the way that uh, I don't know I connected with Lady Bird. I believe that Greta Gerwig should win, even though what Nolan did was un- unbelievable. But also, like, she is gonna win. Like yeah. she's going up against a bunch of dudes. Have you seen what hap- has happened in the past year? Fucking Me Too movement? There's no yeah. way she's gonna I, win.
3: I, I think twenty percent of my, my decision is based on that. But I also think she she did something like really good. And I think she I think she deserves it in a way, but not as much as Nolan. But Nolan's a master though. Yeah. She's going up against a fucking master. Okay. But I think she might win. I'm with Harvey on this one.
1: Um. So we got one more, right?
3: Yeah, one more,
0: Sean.
1: Dun, 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 dun. All right. This is probably the hardest one.
3: This is a hard one.
0: All right. Best picture. This is a guess. Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Over. Outside Ebon, Missouri. I'm kind of
2: nervous. Steve. This is nerve-wracking. I honestly feel, this might sound crazy, but I'm pretty sure Call Me By Your Name is going to win. I, f- I don't know why I have this weird feeling.
3: Two years in a row, gay movie? You think so? Damn, why do you to say it like that?
0: No, I mean, it's amazing. Like, I don't... The gays already got one, all right? No, they no, only not. get one. You said it like that. Like, yeah. Like... <laughs> no, but
2: well, I'll explain it. Two. When we get to... uh.
0: now, now, you're
3: getting a little ridiculous, all right?
2: No, I really have this weird inkling. Like, I think the Academy might give it to Call Me by Your Name. Uh, uh, man. I- I'm honestly removing three billboards, Shape of Water, the post. Three Billboards get of out, elimination like Yeah, like so honestly, I'm just thinking of like I think top three for me, like personally, this is such like a big choice. Like Call Me by Your Name, Dunkirk and like Phantom Thread are up there for me. And like fuck, man, it's hard to choose. Mm-hmm. Was, fuck, this is a man. hard one. This is a really hard one. We
3: have to choose
2: for the sake of uh, numbers. Fucking vomit. Uh, What's your prediction? I don't think Dunkirk is going to win. You don't? No. What do you think is going to win? Fuck. Call Me By Your Name? I feel like Call Me By Your Name is going to win, but like personal choice? Fuck,
0: man. It's Dude. weird how...
2: like I want to admit from this because... like You and
0: your know. wife are getting nominated for the best picture. Uh, Nolan and his wife. They're getting nominated. Isn't that crazy? Like, imagine your spouse. You guys are being nominated for the Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are you saying, Steve?
2: <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. I think, call me, uh, like, I have this weird inkling that it might uh, have a shot to win. That's all I can really say. I don't I don't know, man. I can't pick a Best Picture for personal. Like, they're all such good movies. They're all great movies. And I can't. I can't. I don't want to. You have to. I don't want to. Skip me. Come back to me later.
1: Okay. I mean, it's not. There's no point if you believe "Call Me by Your Name" is gonna win. Then yeah, they say. All right, that then out. I'm gonna both.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, this one is hard, but I don't know, man. This one's fucking hard.
2: Yeah. Now you know what I went through.
0: I didn't have a pick for this one, but I think Dunkirk's gonna win. You think so? I think so. I think that. They're going to give it back to a war film. It's been out some time for the Academy Award, especially because it's a really good one. And they love stories about history and war. Right.
3: So, I mean, it seems these days they're more inclined to inclusion.
0: but I, Yeah, but I just have a feeling they might go against everything and yeah. pick, like, Call Me By Your Name or Lady Bird, to be honest. But, fuck it, I'm going to say Dunkirk. You know, Sean, I
3: respect you, and I'm going to join you. I I honestly have been thinking about this the whole episode. I've been tossing up in my head. Call Me By Your Name might win. I, in my heart, think Dunkirk should win. I, I think feel that, the same. I, I think, think in terms mo-
0: of filmmaking.
3: I think that movie yeah. deserves a standing ovation for the accomplishment, and um, it's fucking crazy to me. But what are you like, talking about?
0: call me by your name Dunkirk. oh Dunkirk!
3: i love call me by your name and i think it's definitely my number two choice to win out of all those movies Mm -hmm. um and i was probably up until the drive here i was gonna say um i was gonna say call me by your name will win and dunkirk is what i want to win Mm -hmm. but after reflection i was thinking about like how you go through the years and look at every best picture winner for some reason i imagined dunkirk as a Best Picture winner, and uh, I believe it deserves it 100. percent So it's going to be my pick for both. I look for five minutes. This is scary. This, this is scary. I think Calling by Your Name might win, but I'm I'm putting my prediction down as a Dunker. Hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah, that, that's okay, all. Fuck I, it, Harvey. Who scary? Last pick of the night.
3: Um. scary stuff, bro. And this is like you have to say, Lady Bird
1: is your pick. Bird is my pick
3: because you picked that as your number one. Of the it years.
1: is, it is absolutely my pick. I have no uh doubts about that or second guess. But do
0: you think the academy will pick it? No,
1: I, no, I don't. Um, at least I don't think so.
3: I think she should get like best director.
1: I wouldn't be mad best at picture? it. I mean, I would, I think that'd be great if it happened. Hey, what if they pick the post? I don't think that'll happen. No, I, I, I really don't think don't, that will happen. Protest. I, I don't think that'll yeah. happen.
3: We we go to the streets.
1: Um I think I think it'll be Dunkirk to be honest. Um you know the other choices I think Phantom Thread could maybe do it or I'd be very surprised if The Post or Shape of Water won. I don't think Call Me By Your Name will win, to be honest. I think it has a better of a shot than I think the if other. you
3: see Call Me By Your Name you might
0: I think, think I think they like I said. I, I mean, think it's a strong. I'm, I'm, I'm going
1: off. I'm going off of. Uh, I think it's top the, the, three. The subject matter.
3: Yeah, I think it's top three. I I get what you're saying, but the Academy, like the, the appraise for this movie, doesn't seem yeah. to care about
1: it. I don't think Get Out has a shot. My no, mind would be blown that, if Get Out won or three <laughs> I just wild. can't
0: see Jordan Peele on stage. Yeah,
1: that'd be pretty. <laughs> well, funny.
3: I guess I won Best Picture. Well, fuck. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna uh, go get high.
1: He's like, I was just writing a sketch, a long sketch. <laughs> Yeah, bro. But, yeah, you Dunkirk, simply because, yeah, it is historical and it is a war movie, but it's also, like, a fucking cinematic and technical achievement. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I think Dunkirk is by far the safest choice. So, Dunkirk. So,
3: Your Heart, Ladybird's your favorite movie of the year. but Easily. Yeah, I think Dunkirk is my next, like, if you go to my top ten list of the year, Dunkirk is the only... It's like the next
1: nominated thing after Good Time. Well, Lady Bird is like my favorite movie the last three years. I liked Lady Bird. Jesus
3: but, uh, Christ. I, I think Lady Bird is a good movie, but I think at the end of the day, it's a very simple teenage coming of age movie.
1: I don't think it's simple in any way.
3: It's pretty simple. Like It's very relatable and very warm to like you know go back to. Uh, but Dunkirk, I mean, what do you think about like the achievement there?
1: There's achievement. There's not much. Um, I think. I are. think
3: emotionally, it painted like this amazing, like vivid detail of what it's like to be stuck on that. Uh, and I don't mm-hmm. think any other war movie is able to do that. I think they you might get it for that. So All right.
1: those are yeah our picks. Whew. It took a while. Yeah, it did take a while.
3: What's the runtime on this bitch? I
1: oh, mean, we're, we're a
3: solid
0: uh, two hours
2: ten minutes. Phew.
3: All right,
0: let's
2: wrap
1: this up.
0: Yeah. I mean, we knew it was gonna be a long one, huh? Let's play the game. I believe this game's called Rolling of the Dice. Terrible, mate.
1: Yeah, I think we're going to have to Not start fresh, basically. Yeah. Um, so all previous victories are null and void.
3: Mm-hmm. So wait, how do we do that?
1: We're just going to play the traditional way.
3: Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure I
2: don't roll here.
1: Yeah, he doesn't roll. Why, why doesn't he roll? Because he lost last we week. We rolled last week.
2: Yeah, because there was only three of us. Uh, but
3: uh, we have no other way to do it. Because I think this is
1: bullshit. I think we roll the traditional way, and then next week... We uh, roll the Like new a land. reset? Yeah, it has to be like a reset. Down
0: for whatever. <laughs> okay, I'll do a reset. Just uh, out of
2: saving time, I'll just do it. Just I'm going to kick it
1: off. I'm going right, to roll so first. This
0: is a game where we roll a 12-sided die. <laughs> Although
1: the, the um, uh, oh, one. Steve lost. I lost. <laughs> All right. The Hold effects <laughs> The effects of uh the thing we were just doing with the uh, picks. Right. So I don't know how we're going to do that. i thinking that
0: might be the following week. Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. So Steve lost. He just got a one. I don't um, know, you I might get a zero. It should be next week, though. Roller of the highest number on the 12-sided die gets assigned a movie to the role of the lowest number, which is Steve in this case, who already got a one. Oh, somebody James else gets McAvoy played Mr. Thomas in
2: Carnicles of Narnia? Yeah. The fuck?
0: He played the... Oh, yeah, 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 he did. deep
2: sea are you swimming You
3: don't want to know, man. I'm All like, right, deep Just roll there. the dice, Sean.
0: Starter for 10. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm rolling. Twelve.
2: Well, wow, win. twelve! Yeah, 12. You're,
3: you're set up for a, a real, real
2: win.
0: Though. All
3: right,
2: Sean, just you know what I've been wanting to watch, Sean? Give me one of those undeclassified Ooh, alien story.
0: Okay. All right, looks you? like a what, uh, what is that? A three, eight.
2: So uh, looks
3: like Sean's assigning uh, Steve a Steve.
0: All right, I'm just gonna give Steve what I know he should watch. It's a uh, Florida Project. Florida Project.
1: Jesus Christ!
3: This is what I want. I feel, I feel like
0: it's a service. Like I need you to see this movie,
3: dude. That's crazy. I fantasized
0: about winning. Oh my Steve God! You
3: and giving him the Florida project. <laughs> You're the worst.
0: That's insane. It's a boring pick, but I think he needs think to put it. Pick. I was hoping to get a declassified alien story
1: in great detail on the podcast.
0: We've
3: only discussed it briefly together. We. I don't think we discussed it's, and it. Briefly. It's been a long time. We this was, wasn't a main pick. We
1: all talked. It wasn't, it. but we talked a, a yeah. bit about it. We
3: probably gave it fifteen minutes. All
0: right, well, that's a And good it's bit. on. Uh, it's on Amazon, now, So yeah, that's it why, is yeah. on Amazon. So check it out, Steve. It's a nice movie. It's a nice movie. i gotta watch. You'll watch it. well you have to now. All right, RoboCop. But I guess uh, I don't, uh, we'll figure out how we're gonna post the uh, win-ins Either we just wait and just announce it next week on the following episode. I'll just do that because I'm gonna have to re-listen to these. Or, shit. or we could post it when we post the episode because we post on Tuesdays. Could do that. We
1: could do like a social thing. Yeah, yeah we'll figure it out.
0: Okay, but yeah, um, I guess the Oscar. We're gonna go watch Oscar now at Thomas's house. <laughs> we'll see everybody there.
3: Yeah, yeah. Stick around uh, next week. Uh, find out what uh, how wrong we were. I'm not even watching. When, watch you, the when you hear this episode, you'll know how wrong we are. Uh, but I think that's like the. I think that adds an element. Right. It's like. Wow, you're you're wrong. We you know we're wrong in real time, and I think that's yeah. I think cool.
1: we're I think we're going to be pretty wrong. with it, so.
3: Um but I'm excited to see who uh, comes out with the most points. Uh, other than that, uh, as always, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Do the right film underscore podcast on Instagram. We have a website www dot right dot also, uh, if you're on iTunes, leave us a review. It really helps us a lot. Get the algorithm there. Let us know what you think of the show. And uh, always leave feedback if you got it.
0: Yep, sounds good. Yeah. All right, guys. Toodaloo. Thank
2: you to catchphrase.
0: It's so busted, life. I'm so busted. And I just wanted to
4: be I just wanted to be the fire.